When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sportsbet BS Hotline, state your emergency. Yeah, it's me partner's group. Me mate Dave, I reckon he bought in. Okay, hang up now. What? And join Sportsbet's Bet With Mates. It's group betting without all the BS. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. Wednesday on The Run Home with Joel and Fletch, the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Wacky Team Wednesday, of course, Brian. Mm. And was inspired by a regular caller of ours. Yeah, it's Harry from Belmore, and uh, he's lucky enough to call in. I do apologise. I was told by Jimmy Smith... Who does? Uh, who works here as an SEN alumni? Mm. I thought he was ninety-seven, but he's in fact eighty-four. Well, Jimmy age. Smith came running into the studio immediately after this particular guest, Pat Cummins, the Australian oh, cricket yeah. captain. He wasn't happy, was he, Jim? How'd you get Patty? <laughs> we said, well, we just got Patty. Patty yeah. came to you us. You DM him. Came to us. He likes his whiskey. Yep. You DM him. So we caught up with him. Curse you in the beef on fire again. Oh, of course, getting they better are. and better each week. Yeah. Well, I think. It's not them. Mm. It's us. Yeah. We've got to get oh, to their level. Yeah, it's us. Well, MacGyver. 12 large. Yeah. I know that was... Eight very... large. Eight large. Eight large. You'll oh. know what we mean when you listen to the podcast. But another great quiz, the IMAR quiz that never, ever lets us down. But a little cross plug for our stable mates here, Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy. You can also subscribe to their podcast at Apple and Spotify. If you want to catch us on social media at Joel Fletch, SEN, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. You can slide in also now to our emails, Joel and Fletch at SEN.com.au, and we're also on SEN League via YouTube. But in the meantime, enjoy the show. The Run Home with Joel and Fletch. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. Wednesday, the run home with Joel and Fletch. All thanks to Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel. Guess what? It's in stock now. Welcome our listeners through 11.70am in Sydney, 16.20 on the Gold Coast, 6.93 in Brisbane. Those on the app, those on the podcast, we say a big hello to you. You can say a big hello to us via the Lawn Hub call line, 1300 01 1170, or text 0457 736 736. Grow the best lawn in the street. With Lawn Hub. You drive around your local area, you'll know who's using Lawn Hub. Don't you worry about that. Social media, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Joel Fletch SEN, YouTube at SEN League. But I'll tell you what, it has lit up. Joel and Fletch at what is it, Brooksy? <laughs> Joel and Fletch Put at SEN.com.au. Oh, How are you, Skipper? Yeah, good, thanks. There's, we've got. A Herman. It's it's Herman. It's his brother. It's an SASA. Yeah. We're going to have to review it. It's a story, a travel story. It's two pages of Love an it. email. So we might have to do that later in the week. But yeah, they've been flying in. Good. It's been a good start to the email. Good. Now, I don't like to join the dots or come to an assumption, but we had some daunting news. And I don't even know if you shared this on the airways, Brian, mm. but there was a member of your greater family who was temporarily absent. Yep. Of the feline variety. Frank. Frank. Frank the ragdoll went missing yesterday for about five hours. Five hours. Yeah, well, 
Well, the last time, last cat we had, Jinx, got cleaned up by the Tarago yeah. on the corner. Fancy that being called Jinx. Lady flew around the corner and just went boom. Yeah. Ta-da. So what's so, happened with Frankie? How, how did Frank so turn up? Frankie was next door. But the next door's got a crazy dog. Outside next door? Outside next door. Yeah. So he's just mucking around in the, in the alleyway and just getting the dog next door to chase him. Yeah. And he'd go and hide in the backyard. Then he'd keep doing it like he was frothing. But how, did you, how did you come to the conclusion? How did he, you work it out? He just jumped the fence. Brit saw him. So, so you yeah. and Brit, and I don't mind saying this, you are helicopter pet parents. Brit is. You both are. Well, I am. Mate, I, five hours is not missing for a pet. Brit's killed a chicken. Yeah. Two dogs. Yeah. And the other cat. Helicopter pet parents. Yeah. Um. Oh, by the way, you know who else is a helicopter pet parent? He's a mad poster, Fitzy. Is he? Yeah, Fitzy. Fitzy is a massive helicopter pet parent. He'll be listening right now. Well, I'm only because of the of the cat. Yeah. And what it did to the girls last time. So you don't now it's an indoor cat. Francis has to stay in the <laughs> helicopter. Uh now Gibbo, Gibbo, yes. Gibbo, Gibbo. Speaking about hovering in helicopters, yep. has there been any hovering on the text line? Any update? Oh, there's been a couple no, of text on the private on the private text line. Yes. Yeah, there's there's been a few. I mean, I'm not too sure, I reckon, if we need to be talking about it every day. Oh, no, come no, on. No. So, oh, no, no, okay. Mate, I'd, I'd rather up the, the show. Jimmy, Jimmy's show talking <laughs> yeah, about no, it as well. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. No, if you watch. Oh, yeah, there was, a, there was a bit of correspondence. It was awesome. You know, the show finishes yesterday. I'm on the I'm on the Rattler. So who opened up the batting? She opened up the batting. Oh, did she? Yeah, but we were still in uh, in negotiations from the day before. Roughly, so. what would be the tone of the message? Well, I, was, I was actually had lost my car key yesterday. Yeah. So that's hence why I was on the Rattler. Uh, I couldn't find it, searched high and low in my house yesterday, last night, could not find it. So I was sort of telling her about how I'm back on the bus and, you know. So you don't have a spare. You don't, when you first no. get a car, you never get Well, I bought a, a second key. hand. Yeah, we just go, go and get a, can nah. I see my man Nahi? Nahi? Yeah, the locksmith, the Bondi. Oh, Nahi and Bondi, yeah, well, so. You I need a spare key. I actually ended up emailing a locksmith saying how much would it be oh, and I was like oh, pants down pants yeah. down yeah well Eagle Rock wasn't even on this time San, so. Sands Vaso <laughs> no Vaso I might have been driving a diesel car as well yeah and then so I was thinking okay how much is this going to be and, and it was only $400 I thought that was quite reasonable because I thought it was going to be at least six, seven hundred nah, that, dollars that's still man, 400, 400 bucks yeah. 70, well you could have got one cut for 70 bucks can you yeah without the actual key no, no. Well, see, I didn't have the key you to need start with. Seventy bucks. I think it's about fifty or seventy bucks for a oh, car. Oh, okay. Because well, he said, "Yeah, what I can do for you, I can get you two programming. I program both, and then you'll have two new keys." But uh, so I emailed him back last late last night when I had so. looked everywhere, saying, "Oh, can I just get the one? I don't need. I don't think I need two. Why would I need two yeah. in this exact situation?" And then, thankfully, this morning, someone else in my house found it. And then so I've emailed him back saying, mate, I'm really sorry to piss you around, but I've actually found my key out and next time I lose it, I will be using your So service. you just keep one key. You don't have any other not yeah. on a well, not on a key ring. No, it's just uh hold on. I'll show you. You just right have here, one Fletch. key. That's it. How do you go through life like this? <laughs> Pretty easily. Like I don't have a wallet either. I don't you don't need a wallet. Yeah, but these you know days. what, Brian? Oprah Winfrey, one of her famous quotes was What'd she say? If you have a safety net, you'll use it. Gibbo doesn't need the safety net. He's a national broadcaster now. If he's yeah. got to pay 400 bucks, he can pay it. No, it's it's not like that at all, Joel. But <laughs> I had put it in the normal spot, which I had put it in, but it actually got tangled up in somebody else's towel. So they put their towel there. 
tangle up the towel. So it was not my doing. Mm. I don't That's lose why keys you need often. a key ring so you can hear the keys rattle. No, well, yeah, anyway. Okay, where'd that go, Flo? We're going in. in I, I'm blueing with my kids at the moment because they won't get a job. But all three? But, no, little one, she can't work yet. Well, if I'd like to, to get a job. <laughs> yeah. And so I told them about my life story, about how, you know, everything was tougher in the old days. Mm. But I was working. Yep. First job. I had a, I was a paper boy. How old are the how old's the eldest? Eighteen. Oh yeah. Get a job. What Neil by work? No, she's working at Boost one day a week, but she's up in Noosa. Yeah. And she's got schoolies next week. Oh, yes. She just keeps using the credit card. Yeah. On the phone? On the phone. Yeah, that's I'm mad rot. What is one? So she got an Uber to the airport, hundred bucks when you just get the train. Yeah. Yeah. Like I thought you cut her off already, though, Flash. I did. I took oh, it off the no, phone. But, they, they, but guess what? Reigniting. Yeah. The mother. Yeah. Oh, helicopter snuck parent. It on. See? Helicopter parent. Make sure she doesn't run out of money. What was your first Make shot? Sure the pit. Did you have a Hungry first? Jacks. And you know what? Great uh, debt to my parents because I would work late night shifts, right? And my dad would drive about 20 kilometers from North Haven to out towards the back of Port Macquarie Way to a Hungry Jacks. And Pick you up. And pick you up. It's yeah. a big, big, big effort. But you, I would, if my kids were working. Yeah. What about you, you Gibber? What was your first job? So it was a paperboy as well. Yeah. Uh, I it was forty bucks a fortnight, just so I could pay for Foxtel over in New Zealand. That yeah. was But it was, I reckon, it taught me pretty young, the love spending money. Yes. And your own money. Yes. And then, so now I've just my spending has just gone up and up and up. More and, you, the the more you earn, the more you spend. Yeah. Yeah. As they say. But it was it was cool. I reckon you sort of learn a lot from working at a young age. I, I was always – you wanted money yeah. as a kid. Well, sometimes you sort of look at some of the lunches you have to take to school and you're like, eh, well, if I can earn a bit of money here, I can go to the canteen. Oh, yeah, they just, they just tap and go with the, with the credit yeah. card. Yeah. Too easy these days, I reckon, Flesh. The land of abundance, uh, yeah. Gibbo, these kids. Uh, that's why we keep having these interest rates going up every bloody month. Oh. Inflation's just out of control. Yeah, well – and I'm just, that's it. I'm taking the phone off her. Mm. Well, I can't. Go and get a job. What's the go with the car? What what's car? your rules with the car? Like paying off a car, getting a car. I said, I said, well, I did say, if you get off 90 in your HSC, I'll buy a car. Yep. But we haven't got those results yet, but she's tracking towards 90, so I'm a bit worried about that. Well, she's a but, worker then. But, she's, she's, she's got evidence of working if she's doing that. I, I said, you know, during the HSC, concentrate on that. Yep. But now it's time... To get a job. Still the honeymoon, though, isn't it? No. No. Get a job. Because <laughs> the honeymoon job. lasts a couple of months, especially straight out of school. Your honeymoon lasts six months because uni then will kick off at March. Next thing you know, you've done a gap year. Uni then kicks off 14 months after school. Is uni uh, – I, I didn't finish year 12. I didn't go to year 12. But is uni, like, um, downtown Cruiseville or is it actually oh, under the Donald? Well, it really <laughs> depends what sort of student you were. For me, it was downtown Cruiseville. I was under the Cheriaco measure yeah. for pretty much every single semester of it. But I, it took me six years to do a three-year degree. Right. But what so, is it like you're on the drink every night? Uh, well, no, you're sort of working as well. So, And if you can, like, if you're lucky enough to get youth allowance, you're just bringing in cash from What's everywhere. What's youth allowance? So if you, uh, if you live out of home, yeah. So say if you sort of have to live out of home to yeah. go to uni, you get a little bit of top up from the government. Mm. So you can sort of find, I mean, I probably shouldn't reveal too much about my life. I've already have, but <laughs> yeah. you can... Um, Put your key away too, you'll lose yeah, it. Sorry, yeah. I'll lose that. But you can sort of earn the a bowl, really the good The bowl-friendly key. Yeah. <laughs> you, can, you work like three or four days a week, so you get X amount, and then you sort of... Abs or Oz study, 
doesn't go down. So you're earning like this X amount, which is awesome. And then so you're going out as much as you can, but trying to work. As and much tell as me this, what about the sporting teams in a uni? Is it the teams, the yeah. unis have teams? So there's uni games. I mean, there's obviously Sydney yeah, Union, the yeah, rugby yeah. union, but. So there, there's uni games. That's a good time. You get to go down to Wollongong, Is there cr- If there's cricket, can I play in it? Yeah, I think if you can sign up to some sort of short course, I'm sure you can. Yes. But it sort of started to be at different unis that you didn't actually have to go to that uni sometimes to play in their social competitions. Oh, really? In their social competitions. Right. But if you wanted to go and represent that uni at the games, Australia Games or Eastern Uni Games. They sound like the, you can have your Olympics, you can have your Commonwealth, but the Uni Games yeah. Yeah. sounds like the ultimate Michael. Well, yeah. well you know, uh, I'm not sure who was talking about, uh, Mick Collis yesterday yeah. was talking about the Olympic Village. Now, the Sudoku. Yeah, if anything's going to rival oh. the real Olympic Village yes. in, in Ronnie's, I reckon the Uni <laughs> Games is... And is Australian colleges like... The unis we see on the, like the frat parties and stuff like that. Nah, absolutely not. Like no. Brooksy, Brooksy went to. Yeah. You were at Macquarie. I was at Sydney, but did one year and lived at home while I was doing it. But there's a heap of happy hours. There's always Jeez, a happy you, hour. You're going to say ending. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I might sign up for that too. Because um, all the unis around, you've got UCID, um, UTS there on Broadway as well. There'd always be a happy hour. There'd be something pubs. going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't get that like Alpha Delta Zeta sort of nah. thing that you get in the States. It's just more you go to a pub, you go to another uni. It was like a happy hour. It was too crazy back in the day. It would have been 2000, my first year out of school. And the happy hour was half an hour because the most expensive drink was a dollar twenty, one of those sub zero pink grapefruit oh, numbers. Yeah. And you used to go down, you'd grabbing four drinks at a time, back to the table, back to the table. There'd be barbecues going on during your your um, lectures or chutes, and you're just going out, getting a few tinnies, and going back and doing half your your chute because you've ticked your name off. It, Is it, it quite loose in the sense of partners? Uh, not so. It was pretty much just as per like, you, you know, you'd be growing up, you're living, like if, if you went to uh, New South Fletch, like you're living in Bondi, you're going to Kingsford and you just go back home, you socialise with your friends that you went to school with, you're doing your oh, you're not hanging Thursday out with night, your, Friday. Your new sometimes, uni sometimes like you do, with the happy hours and stuff you do, but everyone sort of converges on that university right. if you don't live there and you go back to where you live. If you're on campus... Yeah, well, Scarlett's, and, oh, Scarlett's living a, on that's campus. That's another story. Oh, right. oh. She's Sydney Uni. At Sydney? Yeah. Near what the <laughs> Well, her grandmother's paying for it. Is that oh. right? See, if, you, if wow. she goes to another Rhonda. state or... Like, if she, say she went down to Wollongong or Bathurst, if she wants to be a communication student, she can get a bit of spondula from um, no, she's going to, So basically okay. the whole gang, there's about 10 of them from the school, instead of going on a gap year, are just knocking around, living Welcome to the best campus. time of your life. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so that would be wow. fun. My me. only experience of it, as I said, I didn't finish year 12, never went to university and that sort of stuff. But when I signed with the London, London Broncos, it was a temporary arrangement um, – Depending on whether Salford got promoted the next year, if they didn't, I would stay at London. If they did, I was off to Salford. But where I lived was on a university campus. So I lived in a house on the campus over there in London. Mm. Do you remember the big Stevie Trindle? Played yes. for the Bears, yeah, yeah, Northern yeah. Eagles. So I lived with him and his wife, right? So clearly they weren't really, they were a, bit, a little bit older and weren't into the, um, but if it was a quiet night, Jolly boy, a little sneaky peek and some dinner yeah. down at the uh, the university party yeah, yeah. and made some great friends down there. I did the same over in Vancouver. So I lived in downtown and UBC, University of British Columbia, is right at the end, Point Grey, which is probably a 15, 20-minute bus ride. 
there was a place called The Pit and it was dollar, two dollar drinks. And you'd see everyone, like you'd be on the bus and you know you're not you're with all these people that aren't going to uni and you go on there for this happy hour and the DJ and all this stuff. Like if you live in those, even Wollongong, right? Because you've got those relationships with um, other universities or countries. There's a lot of Yanks down there. So when you go to the North Gong, there's a lot of uh, university students from the US that go there because that's the sort of pub that you go to yeah. if you live on campus or live in Ferry Meadow where there is other campuses. They just go to these pubs. And I'm sure our Queensland listener would know, like, you know, up there, Bond, there's probably some good spots on the Goldie in the city. Because you can't have dollar drinks anymore, can you? No. And you can't toss the boss. Remember that? No, you can't. Because of HR? Or? They sort of do. So I know Hems does the weird 49% off. Yeah. So it's not quite half price. Oh, okay. At the Maryvale uh, establishments yeah, in Sydney. Then that's a great way that you can sort of go, it's sort of half price, but it's meals and drinks as well gotcha. for yeah. that month. But yeah, it's there is there's I'm I'm sure there's a few of these sneaky places. Hold around to the loop they like call that one. Yeah. Uh one three hundred oh one eleven seventy, the Lawn Hub Hotline. No one better to talk uh, all things Lawn Hub than the Greenkeeping Rooster. G'day Rooster. How you going, boys? You well? Oh, yeah. we're outstanding. How rooster. are you? Yeah, going good. Gibbo, if I have to reveal my love life on here, so do you, mate. Yeah. So don't go dodging <laughs> questions. Good call. Don't you, Great okay? call. So just embrace it and just let the whole world know that you want love, okay? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, um, no, we'll do. I just heard... Yeah. <laughs> um, just talking about universities and um, what they get up to. My roommate, she used to go to um, Sydney University and... Um, wasn't exactly the sport-inclined individual, but um, she would go up to um, the university games, wherever they would be, and let's just say the stories that she told me, the games were secondary and more more of the games were behind closed doors. Oh, it's just right? a uh, romp fest from what I've gathered. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm... <laughs> and I'm, I may, may or may not be uh, Googling University Games 2022. Yeah. Uh, in Perth, by the looks of it. No, next year, because that's when I'll be there. Okay, event calendar. Let's find it's that out. 2023. <laughs> uh, how is the love life going, Greenkeeping Rooster? Um, yeah, we went out again um, oh. last weekend. We went to Maroubra and, um, yeah, we watched the, um, watched the sunrise and then had some breakfast and then walked up to um, North Maroubra and, yeah, it was Hang good, on. mate. Hang woo, 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 woo. Watch the sunrise. So, did you meet yeah. there, or did you wake up together? No, we met there, mate. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we met there, okay. and um, yeah, it's a it's a sort of thing that she does on her own. But she, um, yeah, she wanted me to tag along on this Saturday morning, so I was more more than happy to. So, yeah, it's going good. And then, um, and then um, we're going for a picnic. This weekend, oh, picnic! All right. Yeah, Where, whereabouts? Yeah, and, and what? Who brings the? Is it got a picnic? Um, you got a, when you say picnic, well, do you I, just I, get like fish and chips together, or is it a full picnic basket? Cheese, cheese platter. Well, that that's the thing. Like I seeked um I seek some advice off our good friend Spart yesterday afternoon, and he said I have to go the cold meat deli sort of setup with the cheeses and yeah. like the platter sort of style. The, chicken rolls, yeah, I don't know. chicken from Woolies, yep. no stuffing, nah. white bit of bread, bit of fruit, bit butter, of bit of, yep, grapes. take it on. 
bit of skin. You can feed each other the chicken skin. <laughs> Are you talking to date here? Yeah. yeah. Feed each other the chicken skin like yeah. your Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> so um, yeah, that, that's what's going on. That's what's going on with it. But what I, what what I did find weird is that she thinks people like me that call into radio stations like this one is a bit weird. Oh, no. oh yeah, 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 no, definitely. It's super weird. Well, wait, okay, well, Greg, keep me rooster. It's so weird. No, I mean, well, no, I'd, I'd never do it. I'd prove, I'm going to prove a point that it's not any random caller. Pick ever, whatever line you want, Gibbo. Yep. Thanks for the call, Green Keeping Rooster. I bet you this guy is not weird. Whoever you pick, I don't care. Pick anyone you like, Gibbo. <laughs> Hello, Robbie. Talk about a setup on the Lawn Hub hotline. Thanks very much for it. <laughs> oh, oh Bobby Dazzler. Any line, any line, yeah. I'm on every line. <laughs> now, um, <laughs> thanks. Fletch, um, yeah. when my kids finished school, they had a gap year before they went to uni. Yep. And one of mine worked for best and less. Oh. We've lost it. Lost Robert. Wow, we might break. Good. We might break. Uh, but we'll keep it up. Uh, she works at best and less. More after this. <laughs> Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. It's the run home with Joel and Fletch on SEM. Okay, so it was a wonderful, wonderful tease on the Lawn Hub hotline where our man Rob from Blacktown, he said his daughter worked at best and less. And everyone's saying, well, what happened next, Rob? Well, this doesn't fill me with... Much joy. Fellas, my missus went to Sydney Uni. It's not her go. Oh, okay. But apparently it was all first choice orgies. <laughs> Is that right? Orgies? Uh, orgies? Tom says Uni games are the absolute Michael. Former Lawns Bowl skipper myself. It was central, 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 and Volker Red Bulls, he says, Tommy. Mm. So many, many people enjoying the uni games. You got, if you want to give us a call on the uni games. Yeah, what happens? one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Exactly right. Uh, last chance for our man, Rob. Set the scene, Rob. So your daughter, she was working for best yeah. and less, and the whole crowd said, please, Rob, don't leave us on that. What happened? Yeah, no, no, she worked for a year for best and less and before she went to uni. And the other one worked at an RSL club, you know, cleaning tables and pouring beers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that, they're better off for it uh, you know, at their ages these, these days. Agreed. And they get a few dollars before they go to uni, do, the, do a bit of hard work and, and then work up. <laughs> Sorry, Rob. You make me feel sad now. I'm losing a daughter. But, but he'll, <laughs> you make me feel sad. But he'll be better off for that. He'll be, of course he will be. <laughs> got to go through some pain. You do, you do. Uh, That's where you start. Sugar? No, of course it's not, Brian. It's all about the journey, and you learn in the journey. That's what yeah. it is. Toss the boss at Strathfield Pub Uni Night was the Michael of Night says Foot Juice. Yeah, who's the over there in California, of course. Um, he tipped the uh, – just on the juice, he did tip that Philadelphia would get beat. Yeah. Good on your juice. Yeah, I had a feeling too. What's this is the run home with Joel and Fletch in April. <laughs> we are coming just about on time for the news. Sorry, Gibbo. Sam Fantasia today. Oh, it's Sam. Sammy Fantasia. He's back. Yeah. Oh, Sam, oh, so not April. No, not April. All right. Well, Sam, Sam Fantasia, Fantasia, take it away. Right now, let's open these call lines, shall we? Lawn Hub, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. the call line which has already been opened. But uh, Tom from Tui's Hill is there. G'day, Tommy. G'day, Jolly Boy. How you going, mate? Mate, we're going great. We'll be better for hearing your story, I reckon. Oh, it's, I haven't got a story, but I thought of Tui's in what really goes on there. During my time, it was definitely more off-field antics were the priority. Mm-hmm. I learned that quickly after doing uh, AFL the first games, and as a heavy set lad, 
too much running for me. Diverted straight to lawn bowls every ever since that. <laughs> See, the lawn bowls seems like a real go there. Yeah, that's the go. It yeah, is the go. That's fun throughout the day. You can just relax and whatever from your night uh, the night before. They can't serve you at the bar though during while there's uh, games on. But once that last ball's done, it's rip and tear. So, Tommy, <laughs> is it how many sports are being played over the weekend? Oh, I reckon it's it is like a mini com games Olympics. Like there's I don't know, however many sports, but um, depending on the uni, depends on how competitive you get. If you go to Sydney Uni, like I'm pretty sure they keep you away from all the nightlife, but there's like 30 or 40 sports going on all around, different venues. Um, the Gold Coast is where it's at because it's oh. all set up for it. That is the absolute Michael. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be good. Do they, sell the, uh, do they sell the protection? You know how Olympic Games, oh, yeah. they've got the vending machines of the, of the protection variety. Is there, is there all, all yeah, that sort of stuff going on? Yeah, there's all that sort of stuff going on, just sort of, you know, bowls full around in dining halls and there's team meetings oh. and stuff like that. It's Everything you're thinking is exactly what's going on. Yeah. What about drug testing? Just wondering, is there any sort of sort of drug testing, pill testing going on? Uh, probably these days, but yeah. uh, not, not when I was there. It was, you know, all hush-hush. Yeah, just top shelfing. Uh, well done, Tommy. <laughs> Mate, appreciate the insight. Uh, Mark from South Taramara wants to have his say. G'day, Mark. Hi, Graham. Uh, just yeah, long-time listener, first-time caller. Tunksy there? Yeah, yeah mate. I'm yep. here, mate. Yep. Tunksy's here. Um, the Dogs of War team, what was cement like? Yeah. Training was... and stuff, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, he was good, except, you know, when he got pinched for having, for wearing the shoulder pads, the ice hockey shoulder yeah. pads. Uh, but but other than that, I'll tell you who was Joey Thomas. He was the leader well, of Pappy, the... Well, Pappy knows right. Joey. What yeah. did you think, Pap? Oh, Joey was a great boy. Great service out of dummy half. Yeah. He was awesome. Illawarra boy. Ended up with yeah, Illawarra. Yeah. Langers, yeah. He talked too much, Langers. Yeah. Uh, didn't really, I didn't really get along with Langers much. Glenn no. Nissen was a bit of a... He got me involved in this Mway product that we lost money on, but anyway. Langer, Langer's a bit punchy when he was 17, wasn't he? He's a bit punchy now. Is he? <laughs> I don't speak to How him. How long have you been dropping the G for, Mark? Yeah. Been part of us. We love G-droppers. Um, I'd go, oh, Lawsy. Love Lawsy's work. Yeah. Q used to pop up in Lawsy. Hello. Yeah, we let, him in. we let him yeah. in. Oh, well. That was some weird. Brown, brown knows a lot. That yeah. was some weird. Yeah, what was that? What was that relationship about? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Loved him. Loved yeah. him. You know. He was a, he was a silent <laughs> G-dropper. <laughs> yeah, you know. Mark, what, what? what's what? going on in your car? Why is there a lot of, like, sounds like there's tambourines or something. Okay. I've just put, I've got no energy. I've pulled up at this job. I've got to put scaffold on the back, and I'm told Brooksy I've had a couple of sneakies. Yeah, oh. good. So, um, yeah, summoning some energy. Oh, okay. Well done. Well, just keep dropping the G. Uh, Thanks for your support. Yeah. Yeah. Two tough tunks here. Signing out. (laughs) (laughs) Good on you, mate. Appreciate you calling heaps. one 1170 is the way to have your saying. Keep dropping that G. This is a run home with Joel and Fletcher. Plenty of texts coming through. Do you want to get to your wacky team? Well, I may as well because we already released it yesterday. So on the back of Harry from Belmore, it is a team – Full of Harolds. Yes. Can be Harold, surname. Yep. Can be, as this one here, this is winning so far. Gents, Wacky Team Wednesday. Happy Healthy Harold is my nomination. Doubles as team dietitian and drug and alcohol awareness officer, but doesn't get invited to Mad Monday. So he was the <laughs> giraffe, wasn't he? Yeah. Happy Healthy Harold. He's still around. Is Harold still doing his thing? 
Those oh, little no. vans would pop up, wouldn't yeah. they? Yeah. Uh, so Harry Styles has been quite popular. Harry Potter. Uh, Harry Belafonte. Happy with that? Who remembers Harry Butler? Remember uh, Harry Butler? Don't know. Don't know Harry Butler. He was like a Bush Tucker man. Oh, a bit like that. Prince Harry um, has to be in the team for Gibbo as a fellow redhead. And a couple of others, Harry Connick Jr., Clint Eastwood, Dirty Harry, mm. Harry Houdini, says Rob. Oh, yeah, scheming. Scheming, um, yes, <laughs> Pedro. <laughs> Good on you, Pedro. We appreciate your support as well. Uh, plenty of people, a lot of people are saying that their partner, be it their husband or wife, went to uni, uni yeah. and, and have declared that it was a place of uh, high activity, but have also declared that their partners weren't right. into that type of thing. No, that's then. fine, whether or not they're telling the truth or not. <laughs> yes. is, so, Brooksy, how, how long was your degree for? It was four years. Yep. Only did one. And deferred. then what, and what happens when you defer? It's basically there. Yeah, I haven't completed it. So where'd you go? I could go what back. did you do? I then? went to TAFE. I did a diploma of human resource management and went straight into the workforce. Why? Why didn't you? I didn't want to do the four years and there was an option to do the diploma. So yeah, I had a, had a job lined up with the health system. So and if you're so, doing it, if you're a lawyer or a, or a doctor, they're like eight years or something, are they? How long's uni Your for masters that? and yeah. Yeah. You're looking at doctors five and then you, and then you go to, so I worked in recruitment for a, a hospital here in Sydney. And so they'd do five, generally five years and then go do their um, residency, yep. internship, residency, become a register and then become a specialist. Gotcha. So you would do a lot of training on the job, but also you do the five years at uni. So yeah, there is a lot of studying and research that goes on before you start making the, the call to be a specialist in a certain field. What about lecturers and students getting it on? Never saw it. But that, that's play yeah, on, isn't that's it? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's play on it's, now. Yeah, well, Because they're all consenting adults. So you're allowed to do that? What's that? It, was there any like lecturers? I, did, I didn't were... see any while I was there in my one year. Uh, but you heard I've, any stories? I've, I've heard people bumping into each other out and about. Because... Mm. Professor Sumden Miller. A lot of, lot of rumours, though, Fletch. Sometimes you had people in your class who would never show up, you know, probably never show up at all, mm. but somehow pass with flying colours. Oh. Yeah, lots Nepotism. of distinctions, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Is that right? And, you, you know, tongues are wagging. Yes. Obviously. Yeah, metaphorically. No, no, within yeah, classmates yeah. saying, what's going on here? Yeah, what's like, I'm out here getting yeah. fails and What's peppy? Like uh, exactly right. Now, um... Where was the one here I found? Oh, no, we had one the other day too, Brian, just on the subject of the medical profession, and we didn't actually get to it, and we should, mm. even though it's belatedly. The per- we're talking about peering. Nurses that peer. Yeah. Mm. And one of our listeners was a patient. Yes. Who had to go under. And what, what did they do? So the patient decided before he went under to take <laughs> an enhancement. An anti-peer enhancement. Yeah. No, not anti Anti-peer. And an enhancement downstairs. Yeah. He took the blue. He took the blue pill <laughs> just in case he went under, and he peered. And he said the nurses admitted when he came out Did of the theatre that they peered. Did they? Did and they? he's been getting dinner invitations ever since. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Harry and the Hendersons, Berkeley yeah. Eagle. Uh, Har- Brett, Brett wants Har- Harold Bishop from Neighbours. Yeah, he must must partake, mustn't he? He's, he's up front. Yeah. The first one that came through for the day, Harry on the Corso. 
Oh, that was brilliant. That was brilliant. Harry on the course, so must get a start. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. A special shout-out to, we're having a bit of a joke, but a special shout-out to those doing it tough. The New South Wales flooding, largest disaster response in history for New South Wales. Flooding has devastated Forbes. Lachlan River is still rising, expected to reach over 10 metres. Large amount of Central West uh, remain under emergency warnings. Ugaura has a massive clean-up on its hands. Businesses and homes wiped out. Gee, gee uh, we've had a tough time, haven't we, in Australia, weather-wise. In the last five years, you know, the, the bushfires, the, it wasn't so long ago that we were on water restrictions. Yep. You know, now the dams are overflowing. and I heard it's the first time that we've asked for help in terms of this from overseas. Like the SES are struggling so hard that the, we need help. Like the fires we've had in the past from um, the States and Canada and Europe. But in terms of the flooding, this is the first time on his, in history that we've requested help because it's so bad out there. Yeah, if you know the best way to help, if there's links or what to do, please let us know and we're more than happy to share that. The following evacuation centres are currently in operation. Ugara Showgrounds, that's 63 over on Street, Ugara. Forbes High School, 18 Wyndham Avenue, Forbes. Griffiths Pavilion at Gunnedah Showground. Uh, View Street and Oxley Highway in Gunnedah and Mawama Recreation Reserve, 52 Perikuta Road, Mawama. So there's a lot of people doing it tough. Uh, if we can shout out in any way sites where to go to to help out, please let us know. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. This is The Run Home with Joel and Fletch. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. It's The Run Home with Joel and Fletch on SEN. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Callers waiting up. We'll bring up the next one ready to go. But in the meantime, uh, cursing the beef coming up after four o'clock, which reminded me of something. We had an email. Yeah. Said, well, we've had many emails coming through, but one particular relating to the New Zealand team caught your attention, Brooksy. Yeah, most recent on Joel and Fletch at sen.com.au. Hi, Hector. Hope you are well. Below is a list of speakers for your event, as per your email. I've tried to give you a call this morning and it was suggested perhaps you might be available between 3 and 6 p.m. today. Is that right? <laughs> Please let me know so I can get a better understanding of your event and assist you. And the first person is the requested speaker. Gotcha. Stephen McIver. $8,000 plus GST. 8000 Yes. <laughs> 8000 for Macca. 8, 8K. <laughs> but that, and, and travels from New Zealand. Plus, we've got to get him out oh, here on, on so the, New Zealand. The 8 Large includes... The no, travel. plus GST and travels. And what does he do? What's he do? Is there a little bit well, of a, there's a, brief, a synopsis? Yeah. He's a popular yeah. sports broadcaster. Tell us exactly what he does. <laughs> and has been at the top of the sports broadcasting game in New Zealand since 1990. Mm. Stephen is one of New Zealand's most experienced MCs, loves interacting with people mm. and utilising his 30 years of life presenting on television to engage with his audience. 8,000. 8,000. Any other people there? Any other? Yeah, we've got Troy Gray. Lisa Forrest, Craig Hamilton, Ooh. Alistair Lynch. What's uh, Gordon Bray, what's Peter Bra- Fitzsimons, Lizzie oh, yeah. Jones, <laughs> what's, Shelley Ware, what, Mark Beretta. What's Peter Fitzsimons? What's Eric he Mullen. What is Peter uh, Fitzsimons? 7,000 plus travel from Sydney. Yeah, it's not too bad. So MacGyver is worth more than Peter. What's Erin worth? 12K. She's. She's at the top, top of the list. pyramid. Compa- comparatively speaking, that's that's yeah. good value, I reckon. Good value. Brett's Tw- at eight. 12 grand. 12 grand. Yeah. 12. Well, if you're saying that seven and eight's fine for the other two, I'm saying Aaron's a star. Yeah, but 12 grand? Yeah. Is that folding or invoice? Folding? Uh, yeah, it'd be invoice. Arthur Ashe? Yeah. Cabbage? Pre-tax. Okay. Yeah. I'm putting mine, I'm putting mine up. <laughs> They're getting 12. 
Yeah. What's, what's your number, Bears? Holding? Yeah. That... Drop the one. Jason Holding. <laughs> I'll go anyway. I don't I, know any. I'll tell you where we're going to go. Rank I'll, Ugbo, I'll... Ugbo dad for five. Did you? I'm going to go. We're going to go to this bloke. Because he's um, yes. pro- probably got something to do with said email. His name's Hector, and he resides in Bombardieri. One of the two may be correct. We don't quite know. But anyway, he's on the line. G'day, Hector. Good afternoon, boys. Have you got my email? <laughs> yes, we've got your emails. Yes, we did. We love all of them. Excellent. I thought, you know, a bit of light reading there for you guys. I think, could they do a package? Fit Simons into MacGyver? 10 grand flat? <laughs> 10 grand flat, Brian. <laughs> yeah, I, I, well... I don't know if they could do it. Yeah, they do it into MacGyver. I think MacGyver would enjoy that. I well, think you would. I'll do it for three hundred and fifty dollars on a large pizza if you want. <laughs> I reckon you'd be. Yes, uh, I reckon you'd be more entertaining than those two. Just to be uh, to be fair. Anyway, have you got any? Have you got any nominations, Hector? Yeah, just a few quick ones today. Now, are you got are you footy heads familiar with the tactic of keeping an opposition halfback in a phone box? You yes. Understand what I mean by that? Yes. yes. Well, my first nomination loves being in a phone box. Hell, even stick a straitjacket on him and fill the thing with water. It won't pays this guy. I'm talking about the great escape artist and stuntman, Harry Houdini. Yes. Oh, yes. Now, Harry's a good option when you need to make a great escape with no time left. Cool as a cucumber. He's tough as teeth, too. He used to have men punch him in the gut as a party trick. Apparently, over his career, he took more shots than Jenna Jameson. <laughs> <laughs> now... Now, look, I don't pretend to be a doctor. Well, sometimes I do. But maybe that contributed to his appendicitis death. Too many shots to the gut. Apparently, the autopsy looked like a Jeffrey Dahmer crisper draw. <laughs> anyway, I'm thinking maybe um, Harry at I Think Hooker. Um, now, Brian, is there any room in your team for a health-conscious puppet giraffe? Uh, yes, there is. Great. I think he might have been nominated. But, um, look, in that case, I'd like to nominate Happy Healthy Harold. Yes. Remember him, that happy little fella? who taught us not to drink or smoke or eat nasty food. And then we'd all, you know, watch as his handler would smoke durries and take hits from a hit flask behind the van at Little Lunch. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I remember after lunch, we'd all, you know, clamber into the dimly lit brown carpeted smelly van filled with skeletons, organs and pictures of deconstructed human bodies. I mean, another Jeffrey Dahmer joke. It was like a tour bus. What a memory. Now, the downside of picking Harold in the 17 is that he's sort of a two-man show. He needs someone to stick their hand up his chaminda. It's a bit of a sort of reverse Richard Gere thing. Anyway, um, as to where to play him, mm. that long neck and those brown spots, well, I think he's um, giraffe back, number seven. <laughs> yes, don't mind it. Don't mind it. Now, finally, um, just thinking outside the 17, boys, have you considered some cheerleaders? Uh, I haven't, but no. I'm, I'm willing to. Well, I've got the perfect cheer team, a bit of a mix between sort of the traditional cheerleader and the new-age drummage of the Rabbitohs. So um, for the cheer squad, I'd like to nominate about two dozen Harry Krishnas. Thank you for taking my call. <laughs> Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. It's the run home with Joel and Fletch on SEN. There's a Rob from Blacktown, but there's a Rob from Phuket. And uh, Phuket Rob's on the line. G'day, Rob. Robert. Hey. Robert, how are you? No, it's Rod. Rodney, Rodney, how are you? Remember, remember, remember Phuket, Rod? Yes, we do remember Phuket, Rod. What's yeah, happening, Phuket? I'm, I'm now Rod, the bus driver. But anyway, Fletch, listen, I've got a, I've got a, I've got a, a girl for you for the cheerleaders. Yes. Deborah Harry. Nice. Good. Yeah. And I've got a, I've got a jersey sponsor for you. 
Cafe, Harry's Cafe the Wheels. Ah, oh, very clever. Yep. Very clever, Phuket. I, I'm going to put Deborah Harry into the team. Where do you think she could play? Mm. Mm. On the bench, 14. 14, yeah. What about uh, a sponsor, Harry Triggerboff? What do you think about that? That came in earlier. Oh, uh, Meriton. He'd be up against Meriton, wouldn't he? Oh, yeah. he's married. Isn't, yeah. that, merit, isn't yeah. that him? Yeah. yeah, and if we win, we we all get a thousand each. That's right. Folding. Apparently, Brian. No, that happened. That's apparently, no, you were there. I remember. No, it. No, one of the goals there. No, everyone's there. I don't Everyone's think so. Is pouring in Bondi. Is it? Oh, team, mate. So Phuket Rod, is it true? Rumours are out there in Bondi suggesting that you have the audacity to call the temerity in the hide to be playing our wonderful show throughout the airwaves on the bus. Is that true? I do, I do, all the time. I'm waiting to pick up Brooksy from North Sydney, but I don't do that run often. 200. Yeah, I keep it 200, yeah. yeah. So what, what bus are you usually hey, on? I'm on all, all the ones around here, the, you know, the 79s, the triple threes, the oh, yeah. 380s. 380s, that was my go, the 380. Hey, Fletch, how come you don't drive Brooksy home? I do. Oh, good on you. Thanks. <laughs> uh, hey, Phuket Rod, keep us blaring, mate, on the Uncle Gus. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. The Run Home with Joel and Fletch. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. Hour number two, The Run Home with Joel and Fletch, all thanks to Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel. If you missed the first hour, you know you can catch up via the podcast. Maybe you're listening via the podcast. Lawn Hub call line 1300 01 1170 or text 0457 736 736. Grow the best lawn in the street with Lawn Hub and our email. We've got a very, very nice email too. Um, uh, just want to acknowledge that we're in receipt of it and we wish you all the best. I know you didn't want it read out, um, but we do appreciate uh, that and we're wishing you all the best uh, with that. Um, we'll be wishing you all the best, mate. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy is the way to have your say, Brian. No, no, I've just got it. I've got an email here from Liam. How are you getting at McCormack? Oh, and Liam has basically sent an email of his own team of Harrys. And so I'm just going to read out a little bit of a time. I'm not going to yeah. read out the whole lot, but he wants Harry McClary from Donaldson's Dairy <laughs> as his fullback. Yeah. Harry is the Kiwi uh, pronunciation of Harry. He wants Harry Dunn. In the back. Harry Dunn. Yeah, Harry Dunn. Great combination with Harry. Always makes him look good. He wants Harry Connick Jr. Nice. Smooth mover down the touchline. He'd be like our Andrew Eddinghausen. Yes, he? and he wants the other centre to be Prince Harry. Brings a lot of markle. Oops, men sparkle to the back line. <laughs> Keep him coming, Liam, and I hope you're getting it good out there at Lidcombe. Yeah, I love it. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. We're about to do story time with old mates. Mate 5G mobile plans. From $40. Can we slide in there early, please, Gibbo? There we go. Because all of a sudden, if Mark Robinson is not, well, he's down the way from Manai, not you anymore, and Todonga there, but. Manai, keep your eyes out. Manai, keep your eyes out. He Always will have to make it. a decision if he's prepared to let that one go through to the keeper, mm. or he's going to say, no, I'm going to lock and raise it. I'm not going to let what happened last time where 10 of New Zealand's best coaches were unavailable to be assistants for Fozzie. Uh, so I'm going to lock in my coaching regime prior to the World Cup. They need to do it, though, don't they? Because look at what happened last time. It was a disaster. Well, they, was, they were scrapping. They were trying to find things from everywhere. They paid people to get out of Welsh contracts. They went all around the world because they literally couldn't find assistance for Fozzie. Sorry to interrupt you, Beef, but I think we've got um, some more pressing matters. Okay. This is The Run Home feature interview. Thanks to Mick Delivery. 
Brian, I was talking about uh, someone's that's some noise in the back, but yeah, I was talking about Joseph Manu. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's yeah. the Golden Favourite Boot winner. Yeah. Uh, Joseph oh. Manu, who won the Golden Boot, is he, he is. a Mount Manganui man? Yes, he definitely is. I think he is yeah. But I know that he had uh, eleven of the best New Zealand coaches, and Fozzie wouldn't even talk to him. No, no, that's right. That's right. <laughs> anyway, I think the, I think uh, Kirsty in the. Oh, they're there. Oh, hello, How guys. Are you going, team? How are we? Oh, oh it's great, good. isn't it? Having the two best rugby league players in the world right now in the male and female game. Yes. We're yes. absolutely thriving. Mm. Yes, you are, and well-deserved. I thought we were talking cricket today, but um, yeah, we never mind. We weren't allowed to talk cricket. <laughs> no. We're going to talk. We actually wanted to um, celebrate the Black Fern success because that has just been going gangbusters in New Zealand and around the world this week. There's been nothing else on the sporting menu. Mm. No. Well, I did watch the New Zealand-Australian semi-final last week. Rugby league. Rugby league. That was a beauty. Oh. I enjoyed that. Yeah. I enjoyed that. I didn't, I, I didn't catch it one. No. Uh, <laughs> no. Rapper didn't catch it either uh, when the Fox came through. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yes, congratulations. Uh, the, yeah, world's best players. McGregor. Joe Manu, Manu. though, you'd agree with that, wouldn't you, Fletch? Absolutely. You thought he might, might have snuck in for the Dally Emma one stage. Absolutely. Yeah, nah. Sometimes I was thinking, though, he tries a bit too hard. Like, if I was the coach, if I was his coach, I would be so worried because he doesn't matter whether where they are on the field. He's just running yep. one off the ruck into the meat of the defence. He, he just – sometimes I think he get, can get a little bit too involved. Did you see some of the other contenders? Uh, uh, Jerome Lewai. Tommy Burgess. Yes. Tommy Burgess on the shortlist. There was someone else, um, which Liam. I was a bit – oh, Keon Kalamatangi. Yeah. He was in the so it was only two. done. It was only done. Did the rugby union do something similar, Beeb? Or We've had a bit of controversy this week. Been, Beeb's never been... received that award, and he probably should have been up for it a number of times. There's a few years, but there's been some other about. snubs. Yes. Okay. Yes, we've had first time in a long time. We haven't had an All Black up for it, and but they do it over the whole year. Yeah. Um, but the names that you're listing, that just has to be the World Cup, doesn't it? That can't be the entire year. No, it? no it's only in internationals. So basically, yeah, it's only the this year's World yeah. Cup, really. When you think about it, who's won it? Who's won the the rugby union version? Is it, is it called the Golden Boot? What is it? It's just World Player it's of the Year. Just the World it? Player of the Year. All right. But Dan Carter, Richie McCaw have won it several times. Bowden Barrett's won it a couple of times. Brody Retallick. We've had many Kiwis win it, and there's always at least one All Black up for it, but not this year. Not this year. Mm. We had a year where a fellow called Tommy Makinson won, and, and honestly, no one in Australia had ever heard of him. No, had a, they, Brian? Winger. Only Mate. winger to ever won it. Yeah, winger for great. So just, I, I don't know who judges on it. No. Just on World Cups, guys, and I do apologise. I should be better researched than this, but we are taking on France in the opening game for the FIFA World Cup, which, as we all know, is the most uh, biggest World Cup. Uh, who are you guys taking on in the first round? Can I ask? <laughs> We have well, a we're, we're team Brazil at the moment. Don't we? Hey? Tough qualification to get there for Kiwis. <laughs> why Brazil, Curse? Why are you pound cheering? For pound. Why are you cheering Brazil? Oh, we like the great entertainers of football, so we've decided since we've got no Kiwis in the mix, we'll go for Brazil. Yeah, fair enough. Good logic. You've got a tough game coming up against France in the first round. I will flog oh, them. I'll tell you we what. Will flog them. Now, I've got a crap stat here, Gibbo. Can you hit the button, please? Crap stat. Crap stat. So we yes we're playing France and they are the reigning chance. But did you know this, guys? That since 1998, only one team who has won the World Cup has gone beyond the group stage the following year. Mm. I'll tell you another one. Uh, the Ballon d'Or is the award yes. for the best player in the world. No Ballon d'Or winner has ever won the World Cup following their Ballon d'Or win. So you the immediate 
Who got the Ballon d'Or? Uh, Frenchman. Mbappe? Benzema. 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 Uh, Benzema. So we're morals. Hey, guys, I didn't know this, but uh, our man Macca, your man Macca, Stevie MacGyver, he charges eight large to host an event. Is that, uh, is that a bit obscene? Plus flights. Plus Kirst, flights. Plus flights. Have you – wait, wait, wait. Can we just go back? Have you mm. inquired about having <laughs> the great yes. Stephen yes. MacIver hosting an event for you two and, and what would it be? Yes. So, no, it wasn't. It was one of our listeners who touched – we got in touch. Tell with, them the email, Brian. Okay, so we've got, we've got a new uh, a new segment. It's called Read Aloud the Emails We Get Sent. It's yeah. a long segment. It's very hard, very hard for the sting. Yeah. But we got uh, one of our listeners, Hector, to get in touch with the Speakers Bureau and says, I'm very interested in getting Stephen MacGyver. What is he charged? Anywho, Brooksy. Uh, let our learned colleagues know what, what his brief is. So the email came through, requested speaker from <laughs> said Hector. <laughs> Stephen McIver, $8,000 plus GST, travels from New Zealand. What? And the, little, grand. the little brief is sports broadcaster and MC. Stephen is a popular sports broadcaster and has been at the top of the sports broadcasting game in New Zealand since 1990. Yeah, fair call. Stephen fair is call. one of New Zealand's most experienced MCs, loves interacting with people. Not me. And utilising his 30 years of live presenting on television to engage with his audience. If you want more, click here on his bio. Eight grand. Plus GST. And flights. Well, well, guys, do you mind getting Hector to do something similar to my mate, Curse? Because since he works for FIFA, yeah. I hate to think it'll be change change oh. at eight grand. Well, yeah. I actually just found pickstar.pro forward slash au slash our stars Brian Fletcher. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what's my rate? Entertainment and business. Jeez, there's so much here. It's like reading a book. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's got an extensive media career. He's actually written a book himself, the book of Brian Fletcher. He's got an established career in speaking to a large and wide audience on TV and radio. And he's charging... What am I? $20,000. Yeah, yes. no <laughs> you've made that up, Kirst. You know, you've made it. I'm always about the folding, and it's always three grand. Yeah. No matter what it is. You can have one Brian or two and a half Maccas. I'll take the two and a half Maccas every day of the week. And Kurt, uh, and surely Kirsty's on Swiss too. Can I just get a shout out for my upcoming birthday? <laughs> what about a cameo? Any cameos? Swish is a great cause. If you don't it know is. it, jump on it. Swish. Yeah, Kirst, I'm a, I'm a Swish. It's a great birthday present. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's great. And you can all. And look, it's all for charity. Beef doesn't believe me. Yeah, yeah it's all for, for charity. All yeah. for charity. Yeah. We, we do that. And um, what's yeah. on this? What's on this weekend, guys? Is there any events or is there any national holidays coming up? No. Blockbuster, well, Blockbuster Test Match. Blockbuster Test Match for the All Blacks. Um, and I've got a golf charity day on Friday, so it's a nice little weekend ahead. Where? Bees actually got his first game of social touch tonight for the first time oh, since yes. uh, he finished playing rugby. So Ooh. he's been stretching the calves out for the last hour oh, and a half yeah. on the show because he's scared he's going to blow one. What about the, uh, I hope that's calves, what about his... Um, <laughs> Beef, what about your Achilles? Because you get at that age now. Yes. Well, I, yeah, I went through Achilles issues a long way from the end, unfortunately. So uh, it'll be the car for the Achilles that go tonight. Yeah. And uh, you can't warm up on social sport, can you? I've literally nah. just got to rock on out there, and this just this just won't work for me. What are you, you two still play at all? No, I played last year in Tormahemi, so I'm out. I'm out. But Beef, what you need to do is park about a K out and just jog in. 
jog well, into I the... Do li- I, am, I am about a K out, so I was planning that, but they reckon I might be a bit late if I leave it that. So they said, no, you just got to get here and roll the dice beef. So okay. I'm going to get that much chip if uh, we lose tonight after my impact. Just, I can't wait for it. Just on the touch footy, and there's been a lot of Kiwi kids who have come through who played it who have been awesome, but... Young Tavita, Harris, Harris Tavita. Yeah. So he's supposed to be the next big thing. He's got the step like Benji Marshall. I therefore assume he's probably come through the same channels. Do you know much about him? No. No. CHT. CHT, you mean? No, no, no. no. Calvin. Calvin Calvin Harris Tavita. Yeah, like the DJ. They're they're calling him over here in in Australia the next Benji Marshall. He's like a 13 or 14 year old, isn't he, Brian? Mm. Never heard? Nah. Never heard of him. Well, let's do our research next week and discuss this. What about <laughs> what about was there crazy scenes in Auckland after the uh, Samoa win? There was crazy scenes. Manaya yeah. Uh, was woken up at 5am on Sunday morning, our producer. Uh, so was everyone else around Auckland, around the southern suburbs, West Auckland as well, were celebrating hard. That You called it last week, didn't you? An upset. Yep. Yes, we did. You called it. That's what we do. Beaver called it before the tournament. He thought some more could go right through to the final, and they've done it. Yeah, that was that segment, Sniffing Beaver. Sniffing I remember Beaver. That's, that was a beauty. Reliable. <laughs> Very reliable. I may, have got, I may have got off that bandwagon once I saw them lose by 60 in the oak. Oh. Yeah, we should Are you back on them for this weekend, Beef? Yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. Oh, you're on them big time. I'm looking forward to Luai just getting under the skin of a few. Yeah, he will. I don't know whether they can. I don't know whether they can win. But the seven and a half start looks very, very inviting. They can yes. win, Brian. They can't win. They can win. Any good stats for us? Uh, I'm saying no. They can't win. Yeah. Well, I'm saying yes. They can win. Okay. I'm not tipping them to win, but they absolutely can. It's one game. The well, weather's. Don't, don't say that then. You can't. You're just sitting on the fence. <laughs> but you said can they win or can't they win? Well, I'm you said they can... can win, but I'm not tipping them. Well, stand up. I'm tipping Australia <laughs> and. They can absolutely win. Okay, here we go. I reckon it's about a 78-22 chance. So 22% of the time, I think Samoa can win, which is better than the odds you're being offered there. I don't care about that. I think they're value. (laughs) I don't care about that. Sunday morning, who's going to win? Samoa. Samoa's going to win. I'm going to go Samoa. All right, let's have a case, a bet on, uh, let's have a case of beer. Yeah. What head to head? That's a great deal for me, isn't it? Well, you what a six dollar pop versus a dollar twenty pop. What do, what do, who do you guys like? Jeez, I'd, I'd love Samoa to get up, but I just can't see it. No. I just can't. Cursed. I'm going Samoa. Good, good girl. Okay. Hey, while we were talking, while we we're talking about gambling, uh, Fletch, your dollar seventy favourite from Ascot last week, sensational. Came uh, for us. It Got did. Thank you. Thank Got you very much. There, uh, I do have one today in Doomben. Race yes. six, and it is standby. So that that's see him promoting that was a better way to ask for another tip, Brian. See, yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> it's very smart. But, but if you can ask me anytime, anytime you want. Okay, Doombin race six, number one each way. It's first up for a year and has drawn the outside. Doesn't sound great, but each way it's an each way go. Race six, number one, Doombin. As, as you guys know, obviously, you're coming at me about my tips. I tried to give Curse a tip. At about 8.30 on Saturday night, we were both live at the Women's World Cup final. The Kiwis had got out to $10. You did not, oh. be. And I you text did not Curse, share this with anyone other than said, your TAB account. <laughs> and I said, get on yeah. this. He told me the, after. 
the get on this, and uh, she was too busy trying to think of her one-liners to interview the players after the game, and she missed out. She missed out on a ten-dollar live betting opportunity. No. She's rough and about today, Beaver. I yeah. love it. I love this Beaver. Beaver. This Beaver's good. Um, <laughs> Actually, right. no. Before we get into the topic, on the weekend, oh, sorry, sorry, guys, 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 guys. No, before we get the wacky team, yes, I want to get the New Zealanders' view. Yep. We call him a massive A grade, right, Max Verstappen. Oh, yeah. What do you think of his antics the other day where his teammate Sergio Perez, a.k.a. Checo, has a chance to finish the championship in second and he won't let him go past him? Did you guys catch that? Oh, yeah, he's a massive Max fan. I, I do like my Vince Straps. Um, but, yeah, it's, you'd do that in Formula 1, isn't it? It seems pretty much part and parcel of what they do as teammates, isn't it? That's right. And he, he's already secured the championship, Max, largely on the back of Sergio, who's been pushing him all away. And uh, has the bloody hide not to let him through. Yeah, it was ordinary. So what happens this time now? So they reckon they've sorted it out, Red Bull, right? And they're saying they're doing everything now to help him get there. So is he a bet, Perez? Is Max actually going to do all he we can? We don't know. Not after what we saw last yeah. week. He, he would have been briefed before the race anyway, you would have think. Maybe. Um, okay, guys, can we get to the wacky team? So Please. this week we, we have a caller, and he's very popular with our listeners but not our panel operator, Gibbo. They've had a bit of history with each other. Bluing, on air, off air, hasn't been good. Uh, Harry is 97 and lives in a um, an aged care facility at Belmore. So the team this week is Harry's or Harold's or Harriet's. Is there any famous Kiwi Harry's? Well, we have a wonderful... Uh, giraffe in New Zealand, world famous, called Harold. And he travels around New Zealand and he teaches children at primary schools about uh, education, well-being, physical, mental, emotional. He should be in your team. He's a lock-in. Cursed. You know he's Australian. (laughs) Harold the giraffe. He's Australian. He He teaches about the dangers of drugs, the dangers of drinking, He's a Kiwi. The dangers of having unsolicited mm. naughty things. Yeah. <laughs> so he's actually Australian. You're going you so can't good claim for a month. Everything. You were doing good there. You guys Kirsten. can't claim everything. No, they'll, 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 they'll claim Russell Crowe shortly. Yeah. And um, then and all of a sudden Pavlova. <laughs> yeah. Um let's do this. Give me another Harry. Uh well you can't have a Harry without Tom and Dick, can you? The, oh. Yeah. That you hasn't been done used. Yeah. 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 They could be off the bench. What about this, um, Curse? This is directed at you. Do you find Harry Styles charming? I love Harry Styles. Yeah, every he girl was at Coachella, does. the Music and Arts Festival in the desert. And, and what a man. What a performer. Yeah, he's, I, I can he's understand that. But don't you reckon he's a little bit on himself? Who did he grass cut? He's just left his mates. Who did he grass cut? Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. What, One Direction? No. Well, he, he got out of – he left his mates behind. They've all got those – Issues. They should see Harold the giraffe. Can we quickly, just mates. really quickly, we need to introduce our Kiwi audience to the man we've been naming the team after. Yes. Harry, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon. Hey, what's this? I'm 97. I'm 84. Sorry, no. <laughs> I forgot it. I forgot about those leap years. Uh, hey, listen. I got a story to tell. Yep. Tell- I was 84. In 1984, we sold our news agency, and I got a. Public housing place at Punchbowl. Yep. 
and I re- and I'm walking through the thing, and I bought a tracksuit, and I went to the local RSL, and I wasn't allowed in. Because the president said tracksuits aren't allowed. You weren't allowed stubby shorts or motives on your thing. Now, Harry, can I just... That's wrong. That is wrong. You've just cut off a senior citizen. Yeah. Steve, curse, you're still there? Yeah, bye. That was was Harry. He's done it again. Great to meet you, Harry. Yeah, he's a big fan of yours, Steve. Yeah, I could feel that often. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kiwi Joe suggests uh, New Zealand cricketer Chris Harris. There you go. Yes. Yeah. The great Harry. Yeah. Best point fieldsman there ever was. There okay. you go. Well, where was that before? <laughs> oh, we thought we were going better. We had Houdini and all sorts lined up. <laughs> yeah, Houdini's been mentioned. Give me one more, curse. You can... Harry Potter. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. Good, yeah, good, the good. magician. Harry Styles. There you go, the wizard. Well done, guys. Great Let's to see. chat, and we'll catch you, uh, to you next, next Wednesday. There we guys. go. Uh, the Kirsty and the Beef. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. the Lawn Hub call line. Plenty more still to come on the other side of this. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. It's the run home with Joel and Fletch on SEN. Yeah, it certainly is the run home with Joel and Fletch. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy to have your say. Let's go back to Harry. Gibson's waiting there patiently as well. But Harry wanted to finish off a yarn. G'day, Harry. G'day, boy. Uh, look, uh, to be the Harris, I was wrong. It's his brother. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, listen, um, in 1984, we sold our paper shop, and I had a few quid. And I got a unit up in Punchbowl on Housing Commission. I don't know how I got it, but I got it for 14 bucks a week. I joined the local RSL club and I bought a tracksuit. I walked out. I wasn't allowed to wear the tracksuit in the club, but I went home and changed and I'm in the back bar and this woman comes up to me and said, Harry, when are you going to take me to your unit? I said, I can fit you in at half past eight. I, and I didn't know it was the president's wife. She heard about the side of me and barred me for 12 months. <laughs> I couldn't get a drink from Belmore to Punchbowl, but I went to Bankstown Sports and they let me in. But that's, and the, he, at the sighting, he said I tried to race his missus off. Was there trying to race me off? Oh, you're a bit of a pants man, H. I've heard that yeah, about you. Yeah, yeah. yeah well. Oh, I have been. Yeah. But listen, what's this? I'm 97. I'm only 84. 84. Oh, sorry, mate. Jimmy, Jim, sorry, mate. Jimmy Smith. Jimmy Smith told me you were 97. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy. Yeah. Good on you, H. <laughs> Good on you, H. Uh, Harry from Belmore. Uh, we're dedicating the Wacky Team Wednesday to our man Harry too, by the way. Gibson from Lithgow's there. Gibbo, how are you, buddy? Yeah, good, thanks. How are you, Jock? I'm going great, Gibson. I love hearing you, you. What's happening, buddy? So I've got a couple of questions, questions for Joel. Yeah, for me? Hmm. Oh, Fletch. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Don't mind me. Even hey, better. Do yes, you mate. put egg on a chicken burger? No way in the world. Okay, I was just getting the from the cook. I concur with that. Yeah, no, I, can't. I don't. I don't have egg yep. on hamburgers either. It's only on bacon and egg rolls. Yep. Yeah. For the wacky team Wednesday, Harry Kane. You know who he is? Oh yes. yeah, he plays a beautiful game and he's a beautiful man. <laughs> yes. 
Um, and you... Healthy Harold still comes to our schools. Oh, is he, are you ever caught him vaping? Because Hector reckons he, he, he back in the, in the old days, he was smoking behind the Brasco. You ever seen vaping? No. Okay, don't believe That's that what stuff. they were telling us not to do on the thing. Yeah, no, no, don't. I'm not saying you do it. <laughs> nah. But um, no, don't do that. Yeah. Smoking's not cool. Well, it is sometimes no. if you're out. Smoking's for old people. Smoking's yeah. for old people. Yeah. And, and cool people. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, the Vaping's for the young cool kids. Yeah, yeah, no, it's no good. No good, mate. Don't, don't, don't smoke. Brush, brush no. it. What no. else you got for us, Gibson? Don't, don't drink, yeah. unless it's free. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> or, um, <laughs> you're playing Cricket University, aren't you? No, I'm playing on Sunday, actually, in that last man standing comp down at Centennial Park. So if, if you're around uh, Green Keeping Rooster with your new date, maybe come down. And... What is the premise of it? Oh, yeah. 2020. 2020. Yeah. Oh, okay. And yeah. it's just a knockout, is it? Well, I'm here yeah, to give you some tips. Yeah, give us a, tips. I did play Causey Shield, though. Because, like, I'm really good because I got in the Bathurst district side. Mm. But I didn't get to play my first game because I broke my arm the Friday before that. How did you break your arm? At school. Uh. Yeah, mm. not very cool. What would you tip him? What, 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 how do you play cricket? Are you like a, an all-rounder, Gibson? Uh, I'm a keeper. Oh, you're a keeper. Okay. Yeah. How do you bat? Bat about six. Mm. Mm. How do I bat? Yeah. Face the first 20 balls easily, and then once you get a feel of the bowlers, then you can start playing some shots. What do you think about that, Brian? Yeah, that's good advice. I'm more of a bowler, though. I like to just dig a few in, a bit yeah. of chin music. <laughs> Pace or spin? Pace, just off the three-step three, three run-up. Oh, yeah. yeah uh, just a bit of chin music, a bit of Opening bowler? Uh, I will be, yes, on Sunday for sure. Otherwise, <laughs> I'm not playing. <laughs> Should rip in some leg cutters. Well, my offies are probably my, uh, my off cutters are probably my strength. Oh, yeah. She's got a uh, bolt and swing as well. Get the batsman an edge. Yes, that's that's right. Yes. Thanks for your advice. Mm-hmm. I, I reckon he'd be a good little sledging keeper, our man Gibson. Oh, definitely. He'd chirpy behind yep, the stumps. Fun fact. Yeah. Yes. Last year we were playing Stannies, yeah. And one of the kids was going out there, and I, I said, "Are you coming to smash a stone?" Like, yeah, but I don't want to embarrass your team. So I told him to have a whack. Mm. Oh. Next top edges it, and I catch it. Oh, oh the yeah. Stannies laws. That's uh, Saint Stannies yeah. laws out there. Yeah, Stannies. Yeah, I turned down that school. Did you go to my own high school? Good boy. Because yeah, I got into the enrichment class up there. Oh, oh. Which is, is a smart that a... class? Yeah, yeah I was going to say. Enrichment. Well, I've got a fun fact for you, Gibson. Uh, yep. Which player from the NRL has played the most games of rugby league this year? So, including all representative football, which NRL player would you say they play for your favourite team? Player. Yeah. Oh, it'd have to be Paulo. Junior Paulo. Yeah, thirty-six yeah. games. Has yeah. he? Yep, he's played yep. the most. Yep. Well, well done. That's why you're in the enrichment class. See, you're all over it. Well yeah. done, Gibson. Great to chat, legend. Yeah. See you soon. See you soon. Jerry, see you, see you. Uh, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is the way to have your say. Uh, we need to get to April, don't we? We're very behind. It's not. It's uh, oh, Sam Fantasia. Fantasia. My apologies, Sam. Uh, off to you. So much, Sam. We do appreciate that. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy to have your say. Pat Cummins is going to join us just after 5 o'clock, so we're looking forward to that. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Fitzy from the Gold Coast. Fitzy from the Gold Coast has been standing by. G'day, Fitz. Hello, boys. 
How are we? The helicopter pet parent, just like uh, Britt and Brian. Uh, how are you, Fitz, man? Uh, we're, just, we're, we're just animal lovers, Joel. Yeah. You should get involved. Yeah. Well, I am involved. Fitzy, what sort of animals you got in your pad? Nah, I've got a dog, mate. I've just got a big dog to Bordeaux, 60 kilo, big softy. Right. But, mate, I might as well not be here because the wife and him just hang out with each other and pretty much ignore me. Yeah. <laughs> Was, hey, um, like Harry, do you reckon Harry turned 85? He was on the air that long. <laughs> <laughs> we, well, Gibbo cut him short, but he did have that good story about he, his uh, dalliance oh, yeah, with about his track suit. the yeah. president's so, missus. So next week's wacky team, people who wear tracksuits or people who forget what they told you. Why not? Yeah. Let's just do it. I'll just do that. <laughs> did you come up with a Harry one? Was that you, Fitzy? I got Harold Holt. Yeah, right. Where do you want to play him? Nah, he's got to be up front. Harold Holt up front. Well, yeah, it's already that. taken because Harry and Anderson, uh, Harry and Harold Bishop. Oh, Harold Bishop. He'd be soft. He'd be a cat. Yeah, he's got. He's a helicopter parent. Remember Bouncer? Yeah, Bouncer. Hey, <laughs> hey uh, Fletch, about, Fletch, about your kids working. Yeah. They've definitely got to work. I was working at seven. <laughs> seven? Run. Seven years old. I'd get a dollar a day on this milk run and they'd pick me up. This is down at Helensburg. They'd pick me up, make me run up every steep driveway for about two hours and drop me home for $1 a day. It was horrendous. Were you carrying milk with you? Yeah. Yeah, I was delivering the milk, but they just got me to do all the steep driveways. It was horrible. But now I look back, I thought, what the greatest thing ever happened to me? It was unreal. I thought yeah. I was with the man. But, no, yeah. no, I'm trying to make it. But they've just got, as Joel just said, they've just got it too easy. Yeah. they got credit cards on there. Phones, land, land of abundance, Brian. Yeah, it's good. It's a good analogy. Boys, brutality on Saturday. Barry eleven, not the best, but sixteen hundred meters at Kembla. Plenty of time to find a spot. Be coming home. Drop in weight. Short turnaround. Ready to go. Load up. Just right give on. us the three letters, will you? <laughs> will W B W. Thank you. Okay. It's about Thank five you. bucks, isn't it? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably. Wait, wait till, wait till they jump. Yeah, now I like to. Beautiful. Yeah, Fitz, Fitzy, good on you, mate. All right, boys. We'll catch you Take later. Care, gents. Helicopter parent. There he goes, the Fitz man. Uh, Bill from Brighton's there. Hello, Billy. G'day, boys. How are they hanging? Well, yeah. we're hanging well and we're getting them well. What's what's happened with you, Billy boy? Yeah, it's a bit hot. Oh, mate, it's a bit bloody hot up here and breezy today, mate. I think it's almost beer o'clock, actually. Yeah. Get into it. Yeah, rip in, rip in. <laughs> I will, Fletch. I will. I will. Don't worry about that. Hey, I've got a good one for the uh, Well, I think it's a good one for your team. Yes. The one and only Harry Belafonte. Oh, yes. But, yeah, but he can only play in that deal, deal. <laughs> <laughs> so no night games? Where do you, where do you want to play in? <laughs> the deal. <laughs> I think he'd probably be a pretty reasonable sort of second row. Yeah, he? I've got a little spot there for him, Harry yeah, Belafonte. He's, he's, got, he's a bit of a workhorse, yeah, working all night, but uh, the bananas. They don't come and we want to go. <laughs> Very good. Harry Belafonte. Can only play during the day. So yep. it's a Sunday game. I love that. Well good done, Billy. We love that one. Great nomination. Thanks, Billy. Great nomination. What's our prize for the Wacky Team Wednesday, Brian? Of course, what it always is. Fortune of War. Fortune of War. $100 voucher to go down there. You can take whoever you want. Yep. You can have a hamburger. Yep. You can have the sticky wings. What was? What did you rate with the? Um, was it the schnitzel with the pepper sauce? Pepper sauce. Yeah, it's the Michael. There's Caesar salad if you're trying to lose some weight for yeah. your bikini body. Yeah. They also have 
numerous amounts of beer. Yeah. They have gin. Mm. They have tonic. Mm. Combine those two bars oh, together. Yeah. It'll be just Froth Central. And it's it's very good because you can they've got the, the streetscape now, so you can the seating out in the street, you can just watch the world go by. Because the ships are back. Yes. I don't know if you knew that. I've, I've been on one. Yeah. Uh, and the most important thing at the back of the pub yep. very is important. the map of Olden Day Darling Harbour. And when you get out the back, look up, and it looks like a phallic symbol. <laughs> looks like a penis. one is the way to get involved for Wacky Team Wednesday. From North Parramatta, representing North Parramatta, is a man called Jace. G'day, Jace. G'day, Joel. Fletch, how you boys getting it? Oh, I'm getting it good, good Jace. Jace. I hope, hope you're getting it good today. <laughs> I am, boys. I'm working from home, so it's uh, nice and uh, relaxed. But yeah. um, I've, I've only got one suggestion for your guys' team. Yep. I'm not sure where this uh, person would would play. Um, both of you boys may have uh, actually played alongside one of these blokes, but Harry High Pants. Like, where can we fit him in? Oh, yeah. We had a um, we had a teacher called Harry High Pants. Did you? Yeah. Is there such a person? Is there a character called Harry High Pants? Oh, I think there might have been, but uh, we all know the types, um, Steve Urkel yeah. And, uh, yeah. and all of that. Um, I'm not sure, yeah, where, you, where, you'd, uh, where you'd put someone like that. Yeah, you wouldn't exactly say Peter Volandis is a Harry High Pants, would you? <laughs> no, you're the, he's the opposite. No. Uh, uh, Harry High Pants. Mm. Yeah, I don't mind that. I'd be definitely putting it into the selectors' discussion, Brian. Thank you yeah. very much, Jase from North Parramatta. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Which last man standing team are you playing for, Fletch? Oh, I'm not so sure. Somebody's clearly got a hold of the the draw. Yeah, I'm not sure what my team is. I'm just playing with a mate and his son. Is it twenty twenty like twenty yeah. overs? Yeah, yeah, twenty twenty. But what? Not in one day. Yeah, the last man standing. Yeah, How it's just done? called the last man standing the competition. Gibbo no, 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 yeah, no, no, it's not all on one no, day. No, no, so no. It's just one they play round. weekly. Yes. Yeah, so it'll go for, I'd say, 12 weeks or eight weeks, summer competition. you just got to keep winning. Yep. And yeah. And it's just it's just people who put their own teams together. Yep. Yeah. So just... that'd be graded. So you'll be playing, obviously, in the A's, Fletch. No, I don't think we're friends. A's. Oh, okay. He's trying to But the ties uh, little Ashton Horn, mm. who's my godson, got his first ton last week playing for Waverley. Oh, did he? 124. Did you ever get a ton? Never. Never. Did you? 75 three times. Three times. Three times. That was the high score. I never got past that. Gibbo? You, you, you. Nah, but we had, used to have to retire at 25 at school. Yeah, no. He's now – that it's a two-day comp, so he's like oh, okay. 14 he can... now. He's playing in the A's. Yeah. So they've towed up Cranbrook. Ooh. So Cranbrook, they're, the, they're supposed to be the supposed guns. Mm. But little Ashy just went whack. The boards went whack. There's heaps of callers here. Maybe we break now, Gibbo, and then we'll come back with all those calls. John, Mark, Dave from Kellyville. We're coming to you straight after all this. All the disciples. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. It's the run home with Joel and Fletch on SEM. Yep, the board is full. So if you're trying to call one three hundred oh one eleven seventy, you will not get through. So I'm endeavouring to get to all of them in the next few minutes, Brian. So we need rapid fire. Yes, John, the other John, Mark, Dave, Brad, the hour. We're all coming to you right now. But John from Bado Bay is going to kick us off. Hey, Johnny. Hey guys, how's it going? Going great, Johnny boy. What do you got? Oh, mate. Well, it's got to be played at Harold Park, hasn't it? Oh yes, it does. Absolutely. And what have you got, Harry Potter? 
Harry Potter. Uh, Fitzy reckons that Harry Telford should be the coach, Farlap's trainer. Um, we've got a good right. team. We'd be representing yeah. Harold Park for sure. Anyway, you're so busy, I'll let you go. Love you, fish. Bye. <laughs> See, Johnny. Call your fish. Uh, John from Lake Munmora is there. G'day, John. Yeah, you got it, guys. How you going? Going yeah, good, John. Yeah, oh, mate. Yeah, I reckon uh, Dirty Harry. Put yes. him in the bunker. Yeah. Yeah, well, Gibbo wants to put Dirty Harry at nine. Yeah, sounds good to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Make my day. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They certainly do, those nines. Absolutely. They certainly do. <laughs> Mark, good stuff, mate. Dave from Kellyville. Uh, in fact, this is Mark. That was John from Lake Munmore. Let's go to uh, Mark from Upper West Pennant Hills. G'day, Mark. G'day, boys. Just really quickly. Am I there? Yes, yes. mate. <laughs> yeah. Um, Harry would remember this guy if he's 97. Um, he was known as the Wrecker. Um, he was hated by the Aussies in the Bodyline series. Oh, I know. Harold Larwood. Harold oh, Larwood. Yes. Harold Larwood. Who lived yes. in Randwick. He, uh, Moved to Randwick. He lived in and um, died at Randwick in um, 90. Uh, yeah, he died at 95. Yep. Great nomination, mate. Great nomination, the Wrecker. Mikey. Brad the Owl. Is Brad the Owl present? Say hi, Brad. Yes, hello. Yes. Hello, mate. Gotcha. Got me? All right. Um, so this nomination, Deborah Harry. Yes. She would be yes. In, got a heart of glass, so she wouldn't make this team. Uh, and also, Harry from Harry's Cafe de Wheels, because he loves his meat pies, put him on the wing, he'll score a couple of meat pies. Yeah. Perfect. Now you're talking, Al. Yep. Yep. Perfection. <laughs> now, what, Al, Al, what are we wrapping up today? What are we putting in and just wrapping it up in your packaging business? Mate, would, you, would you wrap up? up mate. Got a lot of lot of bottles coming out from uh, our mates over in China at the moment. About fourteen containers on the way. Hopefully those the tugboats, the tuggers will let us in. Yeah, good, very good. Great nominations, Brad the L. Let's give Dave from Kellyville one last crack. Hello, David. Hello, can you hear me? Gotcha, mate. Ah, so at uh, halfback is Harry Houdini. Yep. And um, left wing, who's the great grandfather of Penny Wong, is uh, Harold Holt. It is. The great, great, that's a great time. It tie. is, it is. But Penny's confirmation name is Harriet. <laughs> so she makes the, the well, side. She's not a great swimmer, but a fast runner. Yeah, oh, she's it. quick. That's yeah, it. She's quick. Dave from Kellyville, that is good. You'd be in the mix for the $100 Mark Boucher to the Fortune War Pub. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. We got through all those callers yeah, in, Brian. Breaking well news, breaking news. Yes. Fitzy has saying, done deal, Moses to the Tigers, 2024. Done deal. Done deal. Well, he was on the case. He was saying the reason they wouldn't let Brooks go because yeah. he believed there may have been an ultimatum yeah. that if Moses yeah. goes there, Brooks stays yeah. there. The rest is history. Moses by, M- by the way, it's Moses and by I mean, I've, but I've been in touch with Lee Hedgimantellis, yeah, and uh, they're absolutely um, obviously with the Women's World Cup, it's a little bit different out here, but they absolutely committed to try and be far more um, present at yes. Leichhardt and Campbelltown next season. Joel Squeaky Door yep. gets the oil. That's exactly right. I break it back with more. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. It's the run home with Joel and Fletch on SEN. Pat Cummins, the Australian captain, about to join us after five o'clock. We're squeezing these wacky team nominations. Rooster Bruce from Callangur. Hello, mate. How are you, boys? Going good. What's good your nominee? Yes, Bruiser. Um, just a quick one, Harry Connick Jr. Yes. Perfect, Brian. Throw him in. He's in the centres. Bryce from Riverston. How are you, Brycey? 
Good, thanks, boys. How are you going? Yeah, We're good, getting it good. What's your nomination? Uh, I've got a nomination for the team name. I think it should be called the Harriers, like the Harrier Jump Jet. Oh, there you go. Fast. Yes. Yes, I love that, Bryce. I love that you're in the mix also, too, for the Fortune Award voucher. We've got Pat Cummins joining us, the Australian cricket captain, right after this. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. This, The Run Home with Joel and Fletch. The Run Home with Joel and Fletch. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. Hour three on the run home with Joel and Fletch. All thanks to Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel in stock now. Big, big guest coming up. Lawn Hub call line 1300 01 1170. Those listeners joining us for the first time this afternoon through the SEN track stations, your timing is impeccable. Through Queensland, Atherton, Darling Downs, Ingham, Kingaroy, Nanango, those through New South Wales, Griffith, Central Coast, Yellowwar, and the nation's capital, 1323 a.m. in Canberra. Rightio, Brian, I'll, uh, you're quite good with your cricket. Yeah. I'll give you a clue, right? So the next guest yeah. uh, runs 3,337. 3,337. But his economy rate, is this probably gives it away, 5.21. That probably gives hang it on, away. Hang on, hang on. That's his bowling economy rate? Yeah. Uh, best five for 70. Best five for now 70. Now I'm really throwing it away. Brian, Brian Fletcher, 1984. Yeah. <laughs> no. no, I would say it's either Bruce Reed, Yes. Or Paddy Cummins. Well, well, you're very close. Joining us now is Australian Test Captain Pat Cummins. Welcome to the Run Home with Joel and Fletch. How are you, Paddy? Good, boys. Yeah, all good here. Jeez, you must be doing well, Brian. He's put the tools down for the IPL Mm. and uh, you're all in. Uh, How'd you come to that decision, Paddy? (laughs) Um, Just so much cricket in the next 12 months, really, was the deciding factor. We've got, um, yeah, 15 test matches. Hopefully we make the, the World Test Champ championship final and then uh, plenty of ODIs and ODI World Cup. So, uh, yeah, if I, if I played that, I wouldn't get too much of a break. So try and pinch a bit of time at home. Now, Patrick, um, my wife uh, and I discussed many things. Did you discuss with your wife the uh, opportunity of losing $1.5 million? Because if I did, I wouldn't allow her to be back in, <laughs> in the house. Do you discuss everything <laughs> with the missus? Yeah. Um, yeah, she was... Um, yeah, she didn't really bother her that nah. too much. Actually, uh, I missed a uh, similar thing last year when she was uh, similar thing. Yeah, to give birth to <laughs> our first son. So, um, yeah, I've done it a couple of times, which uh, hurts a little bit each time. <laughs> yeah, it, I suppose I suppose it would. But yeah. um, what do they say? Happy, happy wife, wife, happy life. Yeah. Patty, just that's on that, and, and to be brutally honest and, and sincere about this, how much of a part being the Australian test captain, the Australian captain play a part in those decisions because obviously, you know, you want to be there giving your best for the green and gold. How big a part does that play? Yeah, it does. Um, You know, I think, you know, in the past made decisions around trying to kind of be physically fresh. I I think, you know, as captain, it probably adds that little bit of element of of trying to be mentally fresh for decision making and be right up for it as well. So, um, yeah, I know it's a small little window where I'm captain and, you know, have these amazing um, series that we're going to be part of next year. So, yeah, it's one of those things that you don't want to look back at the end of the career and um, didn't think he gave it his best crack. In cricket, Paddy, because when you're playing footy, you can get those Churchillian speeches by by the skipper. Mm. Some of them work, some of them don't. How, how does it work in cricket? Before you run out, before you run out of the dressing room, do you are you having a, a chat like that to the boys or do you get all the senior blokes together? How, 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 what's your captaincy uh, 
I suppose, theory? Yeah, well, I don't have a good speech writer. Nah. Um, I can tell you that. <laughs> I need one. Mick um, Collis. Yeah, it's, it's a funny, it's kind of a funny sport because you can do a big Churchillian speech mm. um, and uh, and then you lose the toss and you're batting and only two blokes are walking out <laughs> and the rest are, are bowling two days later. So it's, <laughs> it's kind of, um, yeah, we try and keep it pretty chilled and it's a weird sport in that you can kind of talk while you're out there on the field as well. So, yeah, um, yeah we always try and keep it really relaxed and um, do our, all our planning beforehand and then no one's around the kind of the field and it's your little moment. Hopefully you can switch on. Hey, Paddy, uh, my colleague here, Bearshead Brian Fletcher, is always bragging about the fact he played Causey Shield. But what mm. he doesn't know is that I coached a team once, Brian. Yeah. Uh, it was the under-10 Fs and we went through the whole season undefeated. F4. F, F, uh, yes. Anyway, I had to go and call a game of rugby league, so I couldn't yeah. get to the grand final. So I thought, on my way, I'm going to pull over, say good day to the boys, and I gave a Churchillian speech. We were undefeated the whole year. Gotcha. And they were so rattled and crying by this emotional speech. We ended up getting rolled. I later found out how we got beat. They had to get six runs. Uh, sorry, they had to get eight runs to win the game. Yeah. And he very cleverly got Wombat, this kid Wombat, who could never hit the pitch. So Wombat bowled six wides, and that was the end of the day. So we were... <laughs> Oh, that was it, yes. Yeah. So don't worry about the Churchillian speeches, um, Paddy. Uh, Cam Green, though, he might be cashing in. Yeah, potentially. Um, yeah, yeah. wait and see. Um, I think the auction stuff's a, a little while away. So, yeah, it's one of those ones, isn't it? You kind of selfishly, as a captain, I'd love for him to be playing, you know, save all his yeah. energy for Australia. But, I mean, how, how can you tell someone to say no to um, that kind of opportunity? Yeah. Well... What was the wash-up, mate, after the T20 World Cup? Did you all sit down as a team? Or I saw um, Glennie Maxwell was sort of saying you had to let it go and, um, you know, we had to concentrate on the, on the one-dayers. But did you all discuss it after, I suppose, uh, the disappointment of, of the T20 World Cup? Look, a, a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's kind of weird because we're still waiting for results, um, you know, to, to see if we could sneak into the finals. But... Yeah, you know, the, the week we, we've just had off, um, I think it was a good kind of reflection time for everyone. Um, obviously, you know, disappointed not to make the finals. And, yeah, I think you look back at, you know, or I do anyway, those individual moments that you could have made a slight difference. Um, but I think you overlay that with, you know, T20 is a fickle fickle format. Um, mm. You know, same group of players won it 12 months ago. So you kind of, you're hurting because you, you miss this opportunity. But um, that's sport. Yeah, Paddy. The answer to this question is subjective. It's it's all opinion based, and I'm not trying to catch out the Australian uh, captain. But what what is the hierarchy? So winning a T20 World Cup, a, an ODI World Cup, the Australian Ashes, uh, the Ashes, Ashes, or or the what do they call it now? The ch- Test Championship. What what in your eyes, Paddy, would be the hierarchy? Oh, it's a tough one. Um, I think until we won a T20 World Cup, that was right up there. Mm. Um, you know, the Aussie men's team had never won one. Um, I think now, um, you know, we've had huge success at home. You look to some of those those uh, kind of series wins that happen really rarely. So we've got a Indian Test Series, which I don't think we won for 20-odd years, um, an away Ashes Series, which, again, we haven't won for 20-odd years. So I think they're the, they're the kind of series when you, you map out your career, mm. you sit back at the end of it, um, if you can win them, that's um, yeah, they're the rare ones. Um, Paddy, I like to relax by drinking tequila. 
nothing, better, nothing better than sitting at home and getting a little bit of Don Julio <laughs> and Yeho. I understand you don't mind your whiskey. So if and I've never really yeah. got around whiskey. What's your top three um, whiskey brands I should be getting? I, I heard Lagavulin's good. It's a scotch. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's smoky. Scotch. I actually love I love the Aussie stuff. Um, I love a couple of Tasmanian ones that are beautiful. Lark, um, Sullivan's Cove. I've got no uh, affiliation with any of them. Chiching. Not yet. Yeah. Not yet. Yep. Yeah. Nah, you will now. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Slide into my DM. Um, <laughs> Don't... And like yeah, Japanese even it's a little yeah. bit lighter. It might be a good one to get started on the whiskey. Um, I'm a bit the same with tequila. It's kind of I haven't I don't mind it, but um, yeah, the odd margarita. What's yeah. your go-to? Yeah, no, my, well, the, I, I was I'll explain it. The margarita. There's the blanco, which is the white tequila, which is you give to your neighbour when you make a margarita. Okay. Then you get the reposado, which means rested in Spanish, which you give to your wife and your best friend. Mm. But the Inejo, which is aged, you keep for yourself and you just drink it. You drink it a bit like scotch with that giant one ice cube and you just yeah. sit down, just a dash of water and then you, uh, oh, it's the best. It is gorgeous. Maybe that's what uh, oh. Maxwell was having when he broke his leg running around the tennis court. <laughs> that's, what that's what I'm reckon. Giant glass. Oh, I look forward to that invite. Yeah, nah, we'll do that. We'll do that. We'll just lock horns one night. So, Paddy, just on that, if you were to have said large ice cube with another teammate, who would that person be? Who, who enjoys a whiskey with you? Uh, a couple of Mitchell Stark um, likes a whiskey. Mm. Um, Joshy Hazelwood, we haven't got on board. He's very uh, he's straight up and down um, beer. Yep. Um, probably, yeah, probably Stark is the main one. Um, all bowlers. I've noticed they're all bowlers. Yeah, all bowlers. Yeah, yeah good. You don't yeah, want to be yeah, hanging around. Yeah, we need the tough us. stuff occasionally. I think the bowlers are better blokes. Just, just yeah, yeah. I think they're better blokes. Well, they've got to do all the tough yep. stuff. Yeah. It's like rugby league analogy. All the forwards are good blokes. Yeah. Well, all you wingers and fullbacks, <laughs> you're like the opening <laughs> bat. You get the runs. You get. You might. You might get a bit of fan mail. Yeah. But we're the ones in the trenches. Well, you reminded me. Yeah. What'd you uh, do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, as captain, I'm incredibly impartial, but I, I'd agree 100%. <laughs> <laughs> well, Paddy, uh, mate, we look forward to it. It's a big uh, summer coming up. You've got West Indies, you've got South Africa coming up. But we really do appreciate your time here on The Run Home with Joel and Fletch. Easy, Ad. Thanks, Thanks Paddy. Legend. Uh, Pat Cummins, the Australian mm. cricket captain. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy to have your say. You can catch the Australia... Versus England ODI series right here on SEN. First audio, uh, o- ODI audio. starts tomorrow in Adelaide. You can also catch the South Africa and West Indies test series here on SEN as well as Big Bash League. Number 12 they're up to. Number 12. Wow. I'll tell you what, uh, in other big sports news, there's plenty to talk about. Uh, six Aussies let go, including Aaron Finch. For IPL? From the IPL. Yeah. Kolkata Knight Riders left Finchy off their retain list. Other Australians not retained were Sean Abbott from the Sunrisers Hyderabad, Daniel Sams and Riley Meredith. They missed from the Mumbai Indians. Andrew Tyre, the Super Giants, and Nathan Coulter-Nile for the Rashton Royals. Uh, I did see this as well. Faf Duplessis. He's come out and slammed no, in his Davey book. Warner. Davey Warner. Yeah, well, there's obviously a bit of to and fro between the South Africans and Australia following Sandpaper Gate. Yeah. Tim Payne, I think he said some things. But yeah, Faf Duplessis basically calling David Warner a bully and then saying he doesn't talk to bullies or think about too much about bullies, which, fair enough. Mm-hmm. I, I have a lot of respect to Faf Duplessis and the South African cricket team. 
Doesn't Faf got a book coming out? Well, they both. Everyone's got a book coming yeah. out. Wazim Akram's got a book coming out. That's a good out. book. He'll be on uh, Brecky tomorrow morning. Tim Payne. Tim Payne. Yeah, yeah middle stump. And remember, <laughs> and remember Faf had those comments about Daryl Cullinan? That's right. In his book? Yeah. They were pretty Oh, he hammered heavy. him, didn't he? Yeah. Remember like when he was get first, the bath or something, Yeah, get in the bath. Yeah. yeah, nah. He's just trying to sell books. Yeah. Um, You know who, you know how they're saying Ken Green so Ravi Shastri came out and said Cam Green's just going to clean up. One maximum. Point, maximum. Maximum. Yeah. 1.53 million. He's tipping. You know who I reckon will get it? My man, Marcus Stoinis. Yeah. I reckon he'll. He's gone for a big dollars before. Yeah, but I reckon he might be the highest paid Aussie. One thing that they're going to be concerned about next year, the one-day World Cup is in India in about October, I'm pretty sure. So Stoinis will be playing a lot of cricket. Uh, there's a test series away, which he hasn't played. But the big thing now, and a lot of these people are pulling out, the Englishmen are pulling out, Aussies are pulling out, is that the tournament's now going to go over two months. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's, it's nine big, weeks, they said. Yeah. Today? In the next four years, they're trying to get it to 10 weeks. So That's it right. goes over two months. So obviously, massive spondula. But if you are featuring in the Australian side, like Pat Cummins has done, like guys in England have done, they might be taking a little step back from the IPL, but it's a tough one. Question without notice, Brooks. Disney, they bought it? Did they In buy India? the rights? Yeah, I think that's correct. And did Ooh. it get to five or seven? I think it was the richest deal in history, yeah. and it was, it was actually worth more. The individual games are worth more than either the NFL or NBA. Yeah. It's ridiculous dollars. Three billion. But Three, you know what? U.S.? Dollars. Five years, yeah, worth three billion. So it'd probably be a bit less than NFL. I think individually, no, per, so, yeah, per capita as well. So, so that's a five-year <laughs> deal, yeah. But just on the, I was got a um, a cab, uh, sorry, an Uber with an Indian guy, and he loves his Bollywood. He's not so much into his cricket. And I said, who would actually earn more, like the top-flight cricketers or the yeah. top-flight Bollywood stars? And he said, there's three Bollywood stars in particular who would earn more than the whole Indian cricket team put together? Well, the start of the IPL, a lot of the teams were bought and owned by Bollywood stars. Yes. So there was this mm. great match or mix match of culture in India, which sort of spurred with the IPL at the time. I think what in the late 2000s, there's a great book called The Great Tamasha talking about how the IPL came about and how Bollywood was so important into it and creating these megastars like Virat Kohli, like MS Stoney. But... It's going gonna, it's gonna to have an impact on the Big Bash, on the impact of all Australian contracts. So we'll see how it plays out, I suppose. There's way too much going on. I've got that feeling. Like, yes, we had that World Cup expedited this year. Oh, sorry, last year for the T20 World Cup. Then we had the T20 World Cup this year. We've got another ODI World Cup. They've got the Test Championship. They've got everyone's domestic, like, summers mm. that they're trying to do tests. Like, there's got to be – they've got to find that, that sweet spot where players aren't getting substituted and burned through and, and work out what's important. Like all – like this is where the Big Bash is in a really bad predicament because all that stuff is making a lot of money. If the Big Bash starts going down off the back of a T20 World Cup, five tests, Marsh Cup, like it's the next few years are going to be just, very just, big for the BBL. Just on the Big Bash, we – it gets televised into India, right? Yes. And they pay uh, Star. Is it Star? Uh, TV? I'm not sure who, we, who specifically, but they do. Yeah. I know it, it goes over there. to there. That would rate because like, yeah. they would watch. That, this is what I don't get. the The ratings 
over there would be astronomical. So how can't we leverage off that to get more money into the BBL? Well, the thing is, it would be a lot more as well if India allowed Indian players into the competition. Yes. Last year, there was a player who I think played lower grade India from America. Yep. He played for the Melbourne Renegades and his two or three games that he played was one of the most watched games of IPL in India because of that fact. But not only that, in Pakistan, there's quite a few Pakistan players who play in the Big Bash. So it's the same there. But I think because Australia's is superpower, people around the world always watch Australian players. And we've got these big stars like Glenn Maxwell, like Marcus Stoinis, who play in the IPL. So the, the Big Bash always is this huge competition. But over, I, I, that's what I was saying. In India, they would just froth on any cricket, whether there's an Indian playing or an Australian playing, because they just love love cricket. So why is our salary cap so low? Can't we leverage off selling it to to the Indian population? Yes. In the, in the, yeah, sorry. So the you. deal is seven year, two hundred fifty US for Big Bash and WBBL into India on Star. That's a lot of money. So okay, so. CA are getting that. Just that's just the India contract. Yeah, that's what I'm that's saying. So CA Fox getting cricket. that. So why is our our players aren't getting paid enough? Because they said the salary cap was there, so because the, the clubs can't afford it. But 250 million, surely think, they're getting a sling of that. Well, there's there's a game on right now, Fletch. It's WA versus South Australia over at the Wacker. Look at the crowd there. There would be not many people going to watch these local domestic games. Yeah. These all have to be paid for. All these players that have to be paid for. Yeah, but it'd have to be the grassroots all funded by these top contracts. I know, I know that, but what I'm saying is why the, the big knock on the BBL was oh, there's a salary cap, so we can't get the big money. To, uh, sorry, the big players because we need to give them more money. Yeah, I think that'll be changing in the next couple of years, if, especially if they've got. They've, they've, and they were selecting people that weren't going to be like, sorry, they were selecting people that were going to be there for the duration of the BBL. So the guys like, who was it? Was it Faf was in the, yep. was in the like pool, but they didn't select him because he was only going to play four games. Yeah. Like wasn't the purpose of the draft to be able to get those players over there. Maybe yeah. they need to create a round at top for Marquees. I think we did talk about oh, this when it was Pavel happening. Pavel was in there too. He was in rugby league news, boys. Rugby yeah, league. Joseph Manu wins the 2022 golden boot. Well done to Joey Manu. He's had a terrific season. As you know, Jackson Hastings to the Knights. David Clement of the West Tigers is now official. Both players signing new three-year deals at their respective club. Adrian Prezenko, our man from the City Morning Herald, reporting the Raiders are chasing David Fafita and the Courier-Mail suggesting Reese Walsh and Herbie Farmworth set to fight it out for the Broncos' number one jersey, Junior Paulo, as I mentioned earlier. He's set to play his 36th game of the year. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy to have your say on the Lawn Hub Open line. Luke's here from Cronulla. G'day, Luke. Yeah, hello, Joel. Good afternoon. How are you? Oh, good, Lukey boy. What's happening, mate? Oh, mate, you know, um, no, I thought I'd just ring through. I've got a bit of a... I'm thinking... I had a sort of a news release, was it... Uh, I don't know. I think it was just a couple of weeks ago. They are talking about having an NRL pre-season competition. And I just wanted to get you guys on your thoughts and see um, whether you think that might be a viable sort of an option. But no, they've locked yeah, in, Luke. It's locked in. So what they've done, Luke, is... No, that's all right. No, they've locked it in. So basically what they have, and I don't know how they're going to uh, absolutely uh, stand on the points, etc. but every team will play two games, mm. and it must be a for and against thing. They're going. There's talk that they're going to give you, like in the Super Rugby, more points for tries. Gotcha. And, and they'll work it out that way. Right. 
but it effectively is just trials. But they're just two the trials, and they're going to land play. on a winner. So last year, I think the Cowboys probably had the best preseason for and against yeah. as far as that. So that they're just trying to make something commercial around the trials. So it's not going to add yep. extra games, yep. which there was a lot of uh, hoo-ha about, and I could understand why from the clubs. They're not being asked to play more games. Yeah, I used to enjoy the... Um, I'll never forget as a child growing up, I used to go out to the SFS, and they used to have the, the World Sevens back then, if yeah. you recall, and... Uh, that, was, that was a brilliant, uh, a brilliant day out. That sort of a, a, an arrangement there, where they had all the games sort of like a, you know, playing throughout the whole day. But um, yeah, so well the nines, um, the nines yeah. was was good. But the, again, I think it was one of those, the RLPA players were coming off, especially coming off a World Cup. Yeah, COVID that, didn't help either. They got to have your your ten weeks break and stuff like that. I think the nines works. I think it would work in Brisbane. Yep, because they just froth on it. Um, it might work here at the new stadium as well in Sydney. Thoughts? Uh, possibly. T- possibly. What I'm thinking about, though, Brian, now, and I now? appreciate that, Luke. Uh, I'll probably bump into you down there someday. We must be uh, neighbours. But I will say this, Brian. Yeah. The IMAR quiz is coming up. Yeah, i got a question. And you're a man of questions. Oh, jeez. So let's just fire that question gun. The question. I did write <laughs> it out. Oh, jeez, heavy. Do you want me to ask the first question? I'll no, no, the- no, no, no. I've got it. I've got it. Who is the it. coach? Who was the coach of the Samoan Rugby League team? Make sure you call one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. The Lawn Hub. Who does he look like, Brian? On. Looks like Dracula. He's <laughs> <laughs> coat up. Uh, plenty of prizes up for grabs too. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Who coaches the Samoan Rugby League team? The Run Home with Joel and Fletch. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel All Wheel Drive. It's time for the run home with Joel and Fletch quiz for IMAR Insurance, the tradies mate. Call 13 IMAR. It's quiz o'clock, we're ready to go. And we have a Signet Power Bank up for grabs today. The winner goes also through to win the vouchers as well. There's about 250 bucks worth of vouchers, so that's up for grabs. Already we've got Liam from Hornsby into the final, Jay from Erskine Park. And uh, on Friday, if you take it all out, you get the $150 voucher to Bella Vista Hotel. Lexington Drive, Bella Vista. Bottoms up, it's time to brunch at Bella Vista Hotel. Special offer from November where you can enjoy a delicious set brunch menu and two hours of bottomless cocktails for only $65 per person. That's a saving of 20 bucks a person. Available on Friday to Sunday during November. And, of course, you've got the $100 gift pack from Country Trucker Caps, just a bloke at his misproducing uh, high quality and customised. He tried to speak too fast. Yeah, I had, well, I'm trying to get through a lot here, Brian. Anyway, in the meantime, let's get into this. Dazza the Dragon. Dazza the Dragon is there. Hello, Dazza. How are you, Jolie? Going good, Dazza. Going very, very good. Dazza the Dragon from Lake Macquarie. Just repeat question number one, please, Brian. Uh, who is the coach of the Samoan Rugby League team at this year's World Cup? I think that would be Matty Parrish. Matty Parrish. Every time I hear Matt Parrish, I hear that. Remember that song? It was about Matt Damon. Um, hey, oh, Matt yeah. Damon, yes. on the floor, on the wall, on a towel against the door. Okay. Um, now you got to think. think of, I think of Ray Hadley. Oh, yes. Well, Ray probably <laughs> thinks of that other song too. Name me this question too. Name me two Peters, two Peters that are Christian named Peters that have played cricket for Australia in any form. Peter Hanscom. Um, shit. Peter, 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 Peter. No, I'm drawing. All right, a blank, so, guys. Stay there, Dazza. Yeah. Stay there, Dazza. We move now on to Paul from Brisbane. Paul from Brisbane. Can you please name us two Peters 
who have played cricket for Australia, Brian? I've had one, Peter Hanscom. You only need one more. Uh, Peter Taylor. Correct. Offy. Offy. What state in Australia would I be in if I'm surfing bells? You'd be in Victoria. Correct. Nathan, this is an audio question. Take a listen. I'll have what she's having. Name that movie, please. Uh, was it when Harry met Sally? Correct. That's right. It is Paul, isn't it, Paul? Yes, it is. Yes. yes. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Well done. Um, <laughs> can you name? This is not part of the question. No. But can you name those two actors? Uh, no, Tom and, and Tom Hanks and, and and what's her name? Like a picture of it. Yeah, Blondie. Meg yeah. Ryan, Billy uh, Crystal. Yeah. Billy Crystal. Meg Ryan. Yeah. Oh, Billy Crystal was too. Yeah, okay. Yep. It's one of the great scenes, that. One of the great scenes. Uh, you got the question? Okay, Tom? this is the take it out, Paulie. This, uh, this is, is it. the final question. The Penrith Panthers have got about eight players playing in this week's World Cup final. Last weekend, how many Panther players scored at least one try? How many Panther? Paul? Well, that's hard. How many Panther players scored at least one try? Rapid fire. What number comes to your head? Okay, well, you had Critter scored. Yep. Uh, Brock Potter scored. Um, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to go with four. Four. The answer is incorrect, Paul, and it's lower. Ah. Incorrect. We go to Nathan from the sunny coast. You there, Nathan? Yeah, here, buddy. Okay. How many Panthers players scored last weekend in the semifinals of the World Cup? Three. Lower. It's lower than three. We go to Tony. Hello, Tone. Boys. Okay. Last week in the World Cup, how many players from the Penrith Panthers scored in the semifinals? It is lower than three. One. Correct. Who was the player, Tone? Oh, that would have been Crider, Stephen Crider. That's correct. Yeah. For the intercept. That's exactly right. Yeah. No Brian Toto. No Brian Toto. No Nathan Cleary. Nope. No Liam Martin. Nope. And no Luai. No Luai. I hope I'm right in saying this. Anyway, Tony, off to the final, <laughs> mate. You've taken it out. I don't want to hear this protest siren uh, either. Tony has won, and he is off to the grand final on Friday afternoon. So we look forward to that. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is the way to do that. Let's catch up with our man. Um, in fact, before we do so. Yeah. Time to get it on. It's Fletcher's Love Lounge. Thanks to Splash's Spa World. Create your backyard garden oasis with a spa or hot tub from Splash's Spa World. So this came across my desk earlier today. I actually took it out out of Brandy's car. Brandy had this in his car. So um, a year eight teacher in Arizona in the States and her husband have lost their school jobs after they recorded an OnlyFans video in her classroom. A side hustle she claimed was necessary to supplement their low salaries. Using the alias Chloe Carter, KK, Thunderbolt Middle School science teacher Samantha Peer uploaded the X-rated videos to her OnlyFans page in which her students found and shared amongst themselves. Her husband, Dylan Peer, also took part in the adult production inside the Unifying School District building. 
according to the report, there were Bunsen burners used oh as sexual apparatus. Wow. This is heavy. Samantha said she resigned under pressure, but she explained that she and her husband had resorted to creating X-rated videos because of their low salaries. Mm. So they're not getting paid enough. So they're porking in the classroom. <laughs> she said, my children are the most important thing to me, and I'm already spending countless hours outside of my contract time on school activities. And I don't think it's fair that I have to sacrifice my own children's time because our professional salary did not pay enough. Teacher admitted she created explicit content in the classroom and advertised it, but claimed she did so after school hours on the weekend mm. with no students present. As you can imagine, the parents were blowing up. One man. <laughs> can you imagine that conversation? One man, Bruce, that's all he's saying. He yeah. goes, I don't feel very well. I should have been invited to this. Oh, God. That's what he said. He said, I, be, I should have been invited yeah. to discuss this and at least had a look at the video. <laughs> the teachers were also telling students my anonymous name and showing them my page. One of the ladies, one of the mothers said, I'm a taxpayer. I'm not paying for these teachers to film pornography and use the Bunsen burner in that manner. I didn't even know they could use that Bunsen burner in that manner. They're being paid to teach our kids and set higher standards for them. She loves saying this, not yeah. using this Bunsen burner. What the hell are they use this Bunsen burner? What are they doing with it? Anyway, it's this is what happens to school teachers. They don't get paid enough. Has and, anyone seen a Bunsen burner since leaving school, honestly? No, no I haven't. No. But during school, during online schooling, teachers weren't paid enough. No. That was the that was just the pits. Yeah, well, that's and what my, they're doing. My kids are not, not bright. The school said, yeah, nah, to the Bunsen burner being used no. in the extra – curricular activity, and we're saying yeah and nah to Qatar, and yes to Sportsbet, the easiest place to bet this World Cup, gamble responsibly, Hammy Goodman in the chair. Hello, Hammy. Hello, boys. Good to be back. Uh, I was wondering if they're going to let me back after the, the fax machine debacle yesterday. <laughs> no, that wasn't uh, a debacle. Hammy, you handled it very well. Hammy, did you do science <laughs> as a kid? Uh, sciences were the first things to go once the electives sort of came in for me, right. and we sort of went down the the English and the drama uh, route for, for the rest of my education. We've already had a bunch of route. But I was just, I never got to do the, you know, when you used to get the frog and operate on the frog and yeah. open it up and pigs and stuff. The Texan, the Texan's daughter by herself got online and got a piglet to operate on. Really? Just went online and found it herself and it got delivered to the Texan's house. He goes, what's going on here? Because she wanted to dissect Where? the piglet. Did you ever do drama? You, no, we you, didn't have drama as an elective. You would have been good at drama. No drama. No, nil by drama. Uh, is there, well, there might be a little bit of drama in the tennis because Novak Djokovic is now allowed to play. What's the latest in the tennis? Yeah, well, I didn't dissect any frogs, but I, I can dissect a bit of ATP finals in Italy yeah. for you here. Uh, we're into the semis. Uh, Novak Djokovic, $1.32 against... Andre Rublev, $3.30. And the other semi, it's Daniil Medvedev, $1.41 against Stefano Tsitsipas, $2.85. Now, they're not the most lovable blokes, those favourites, Djokovic and Medvedev, but you can multi them together uh, to win their semi-finals, and you can sleep on that one. I think they play at midnight and 7 a.m. our time, respectively. You're getting $1.86 there. Uh, nice little bank builder heading into the, into the business end of the week. Yeah, Brian, mm. Hammy did a great job pronouncing those tennis players' names, but who who does it more beautifully than anyone we know? BP. BP. Yeah. Brett Phillips. But it, that's a high bar. Yeah. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah he's, he's a great job, Hammy. 
uh, Andre hey, Rublev. Can yeah. I ask you this, Hemi? Is, is Hemi your real name? It's a, it's a nickname that I've had for, for a long time, uh, Brian. It's an old, an old cricket nickname. I've probably had it for about 15, almost 20 years now. Um, I only I only get my proper name if I'm in strife. So, yeah. What uh, What is it? Does yeah. it allude to your, your, like your lower part of your leg? Is it like something to do with your hemi? Or is it something to do... You don't have to tell me. It was a... We, we had a bit of a combination going in a, in a cricket team many years ago. That The, the wicketkeeper's surname was, um, well, his nickname was Cheese. And there was one game where we had five bold, bold me caught him. So it was a bit of like a ham and cheese combo ah. sort of starting to appear. And then it sort of changed from ham to hammy. And then it's just sort of stuck around from there. Hammy. So do you advertise yourself as hammy? Like is your email hammy? Well, I've been pushing for it. They make they make me stick with my proper name for, for the work email, but it just creates headaches. To be honest, yeah. with you, it would be a lot easier if, if uh, yeah. I, I basically I, I roll around with Hammy. I think it's a bit. Um, I like it. Bit, bit, yeah, you like it. I do. Well, you know, I tell you, Hammy, just on that email discussion. So my brother Pud, right? Mm. Who I've only ever known as Pud. He since he was born, my auntie said, "Have a look at this Pud," and, he, and as if Pud. he was like a tubsy. Yep, <laughs> it was Pud the whole way. So whenever I go to email him. I always type in Pudcane, and then I've got to go back and do Jess, which I've never once called him in my life. And he's not allowed to have you, what you're not allowed to have. Pud, well, he's right? just he's just Jess. Yeah, uh, but he's not a sports bet, is he? Pud? Pudy actually is. Yeah, yeah Pud is. Um, yeah, we, we have a similar, similar issue with, with my email, and I think as we found on yesterday's show, if you want to get a hold of me, it's easy to just fax me. To be honest. Yes, yeah, I know. that's right. You froth on the facts. Now the ODIs, Hammy, Australia taking on England. Uh, we caught up with Pat yeah. Cummins earlier. How how will this play out for us? Well, Pat Cummins very articulate for a man who apparently spent thirty six hours in in bed with gastro uh, prior to today. I thought yeah. he spoke very well earlier on the show. Uh, Australia a dollar sixty eight favourites. England two dollars fifteen. And I hate to say it, I feel like England might be a bet in this one Ooh. at Adelaide tomorrow. They just won the T Twenty World Cup. Aussie players are crook. Uh, there's been a few chat. They're breaking their legs on tennis court. There's all sorts of stuff going on. So I think there might be a bit of value around England. Uh, bets outside of the head-to-head markets. I like the two spinners here. Adil Rashid to be the top England wicket taker at five bucks, and Adam Zampa to be the top Aussie wicket taker at four fifty. They're both spinners that know Adelaide Oval very well. Mm. They both played for the strike. Played a lot of cricket there, um, and there was a, a fair few wickets to spin in the T20 World Cup as well. So I'm looking at those two markets as well. Uh, outside of England, head-to-head. You've got the Marsh Cup uh, odds as well, Tasmania versus New South Wales. But I do understand I've been tipped off that you're off to get to the ears lowered. Now, what should he be very, very careful of in doing so, Brian? Yeah, the barber. So sometimes the barber chair is at exactly same height <laughs> uh, at, as the anatomy of said barber. You know what I'm getting at here? Near elbow. Elbow, poke outside the chair, rubbing. Happened to me three or four times. Mm. You know where I'm going with this, Hemi? <laughs> Just be careful. You're, you're ruining my haircut, uh, Fletcher. <laughs> no, you, it'll happen. Are you getting a male or a female? No, I've got a, I've got a male barber. I've got a, a fantastic little barber just down the road called the Bearded Man. Does what it says on the tin. I'm a, yep. you know, I've got a He's a mort rubber from way back. <laughs> you're in trouble, Hemi. You Hemi, thank you very much, mate. You've handled it with all class as per normal. Say yeah, now to Qatar. And yes, to Sportsbet, the easiest place to bet this World Cup, gamble responsibly. Uh, socials in our mailbag. We've got a mailbag now, have we? Uh, yes, socials yeah, so. at Joel Fletch SEN is the way to get us on socials. But the mailbag through email is Joel and Fletch. So it's written and Joel and Fletch at sen.com.au. Now, I got a text. Sorry, not a text. A, 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 what do you call it? Instagram. 
<laughs> and Samara writes this, wacky team nominee, Cliff Richards, real name. Yeah. Real name, Harry Roger Webb. In the team. And. Say no more. Samara says, at 82 years of age, I'm nominating him in honour of SEN Harry. So there Done. you go. And. What's his real name? Uh, Harry Roger Webb. And there's another listener that confirmed the same thing, I, I noticed here, who I should. Uh, Nathan said the same thing. Cliff Richards' real name is Harry Webb. Harry Webb. So there you go. It's going in. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm ready to do this team if you want to do it now, Gibbo. Oh, is this... Uh, Harry Belafonte. But he only, play, only plays when? Yes. Okay, fullback. Dale. Harry from the Corso. Centres. Penny. Confirmation name, Harriet Wong. She also grew up in Harrington. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> Centres. Uh, Harrison Ford. Beautiful. Find the line. Harold Holt. Harry Connick Jr. got the bump. Yeah. Uh, Healthy Harold will be the other one. Big tall. We're going to kick to him. Yeah. The halves. Harry S. Truman. Yep. Surely you have him inside. Of course. Harry Potter, the little wizard we call him. Front row, Harry from Harry and the Hendersons. Now, Gibbo wanted Dirty Harry at nine. He loves uh, a dirty Harry. Playing in the hooking role. Loves a dirty hooker, he says. Mm. Just gets into it and just comes out dummy half. Good work, Gibber. Mm. Harold Bishop from Neighbours. Bishop. Bishops. Yeah. Harold Bishop. The back row, Harry Belafonte. This man's singing. Now, if I said to you, who's Harry Burns? I would say that. I'd say, who is it? Harry Burns is from Harry Met Sally. He's the other back row. Harry Garside, lock forward, scheming. The bench, Deborah Harry. Harry Webb, Harry Dunn from Dumb and Dumber. Yes, great, great in. Harry, your hands Harry. are freezing. Harry Kane and, of course, Harold Lardwood. Lar- Harold Larwood. Coach by? Harry Telford. Harry Telford. Who was the trainer of? Farlap. Yeah. Farlap. Has to have seven letters, Farlap. Uh, well done, Brian. And who's your best nominee? Have you sorted that? I have. Are you ready for that or you need to steward it a little bit? No, he called up. Who was it, Brooksy? Oh. What was his name? Uh. He called up Bryce. Bryce. Was it Bryce? Bryce yes. from Riverston. That's Bryce it. from yeah. Riverston. You called up. And I would like you, you cut of your jib. Yep. He's taken it your out. Your jib cutting was great. Oh. Uh, yep. Late one, Mitch from Robbo wants, who's Harry Dickinson? Harry Dixon. Let us know, Rich, uh, Mitchie. Mitchie's generally Dixon. texting from the farm. Uh, sorting out the cattle. That's how he's been doing that. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy to have your say. Now, what's coming up here tonight? Uh, in fact, Tommy Gridgix has been on Instagram, and he said, lads, help us out. Mm. Who should I go for in the NRL for 2023? Are the Dolphins a chance for the top four? Who's this dude? This is just Tommy. He just needs a rugby league team. Where's he from? Just... I don't know. He slid into the DMs. I did a bit of research. Not much going on with Tommy. No profile. They're... No jerseys. No He's not photos. a Russell, is he? Is he a Russell? Russell Packer? <laughs> it could be. It could be Hackiness. Yeah. Well, what do you mean, like the Manti Teo sort of yeah. situation? Yeah, 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 scam. Yeah, that's right. No, he's more that question. Scam Stewart. Do you reckon scammers are going, I need they a do. team. Should I go for the Dolphins? Next thing you know, they're into your, they're into <laughs> well, your is, Bitcoin. Is that where they're going? Next. They're going now using the 17th NRL franchise for scams. Oh, mate, it's, it's big. 
Haven't you been watching no, I didn't. TV? Yeah. Uh, who should he go for? I think he should be going for the Tigers. Ground up. Yep, I think so too. You can't come in at the top. You've got to sort of earn – you won't appreciate it unless you've got to wait a little bit. Should you use the preseason tournament as a bit of a yardstick and off the two games, watch them all? So what, there's going to be 18 games to watch mm. with St. Helens being there as well? Maybe you can pick You need a good story to tell, that. There's got to be a reason why you did it. You've yeah. got to come up with a story. Uh, hey, boys, I listen to you guys every day on the podcast at work. Just want to shout out, love the show. Blair from Gosford. Well, I don't know what time you're listening to, Blair, or, but we do appreciate Blair from Gosford tuning in via the podcast at Joel Fletch SEN is the way to do that. And we've been many, many listeners, which we're very, very grateful of. FIFA World Cup update, thanks to Kraken. Broadcast sponsor of SEN's coverage of the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022. Tell you what, we've got some sports here at SEN, haven't we? We had the all the cricket, uh, the NFL on Mondays. We've got the yeah. all the lots of rugby league coverage. In fact, I don't think any station talks more rugby league pound for pound than us. None. SEN, we put in the sport yes. in S. Correct. What, what about E? What are we putting in the E? We're putting the entertainment, man. Yeah. That's exactly right. This is not so entertaining. Soccer's injury concern, Martin Boyle. Knee injury, in doubt, winger in doubt, Socceroos opening clash with France next Wednesday. Melbourne City's 21-year-old Marco Tilio getting the call up as cover there. So that's the latest in the FIFA World Cup. All thanks to Kraken, broadcast sponsor of SEN's coverage of the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 is the way to do that. Coming up after that, uh, uh, us, easy for you to say. Coming up after us mm-hmm. is Sports Day with Sats and Badge and Woogie. Special guest, Alex Brosk. And a huge show tomorrow. You can catch it from 6 a.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time. Special guests. This is the Brecky Show. Wazam Akram and Adrian Lamb are going to join the boys. That's a good combo. Both done their groins. Both been operated by... Is that right? Yes. Said doctor. Really Really helping. Ram and lamb. Hey, uh, what? That's good. Like ram and lamb. (laughs) Isn't a ram a, a sheep? Yeah. And you've got lamb, which is also a... Yeah, yeah. What, what you, where, where are you getting your ram what from? A, a gram what, what and that lamb. A gram and lamb, yeah. It's good. Ram and lamb. Hey, boys, have you got around the, have you got around the FIFA Netflix document? You read my mind. Yes. I, I started want, oh, it. Good? All four I've done. Yeah. Is it's it a, untold? A, yeah, No, it's not. It's a bit of a true crime Tuesday. It is. The levels in which it goes in terms of, A, selecting the CEO of FIFA, and B... The whole Dublé, the Michael Bublé, when they selected two World Cups consecutively, you know they usually have a 10-year period of like seven years, eight years. They mm. they went back-to-back for 18 and 22. And so you, there's a lot of, uh, yeah, conspiracy oh, oh, around Is that, that about pushing it forward so they have say in it or? Well, yeah, because people could have, you know, been voted out. Or, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So with, with the current team or board, if you want to call it that, yes. committee, they wanted to lock away another one because there was threats of maybe people leaving the board committee. Is that right? Yeah, and and the folding that was probably getting thrown around, you get a two-for-one So deal, what were right? the two places who benefited from that? Russia oh. and Qatar. Uh, and was, uh, 18 old, and 22. was old Weak Bladder involved then? Weak Seth? Bladder, definitely involved. And did he go to jail? Was there any criminal charges? He, I don't want to ruin it. People, oh, football fans know the story, but, but he he's banned from FIFA. But Let's he he doesn't way. look flustered at all. No. no, he was pretty active in the documentary. Yeah. Oh, Seth's in it. Yeah, yeah, Seth's in it. There's a lot that happened. It's in, a good story. Yeah, Concacaf. There's a lot going on, which is Canada, USA, 
Mexico, Central America, basically, and the Caribbean. Yes. How, how so, much? How much? How much dosh are we talking? Oh. Like, is each dude getting a million? There's yeah. So you five. You find from the start when FIFA became professional, the first CEO. There was dodgy dealings there. There was a. T- Have you seen the TV deal thing with um? What's his name? Dassler. Oh yes, Dorst Dassler. Dassler started Horst Dassler. Yeah, he started his own TV company, uh, TV um, rights company, and basically he he was getting oh. it straight from FIFA from the Brazilian head, and then on selling the rights back in the days when Adidas had such a stranglehold on FIFA because they were there early doors. Yep. And provided a lot of kit and equipment. And so then he's like, oh, I've got an opportunity here that I can get the rights from um, Jao. I've forgotten his last name, the former swimmer, Brazilian Olympic swimmer, who was before Set Blatter. And he was just getting slung the, the rights. Do we have any Aussie representation in FIFA? Yeah. Oh, it's just changed recently. Like, is it one for every country? Not not quite sure. No. But I'll tell you what, I've only just, just started it. It gets you, Brian. And yeah. The amount of cameras when all the arrests start to happen. Yeah. I do vaguely remember massive. it happening, but I thought I get it mixed up with the Juventus with all those referees and That's stuff. Right. That was a that was a different one, right? Yeah, that was the one in uh, Syria. But they make comparisons. They're heavy comparisons. They make comparisons to 1978. Argentina had the World Cup, mm. and they make comparisons to uh, Hitler with the Olympics. Hitler with the Olympics. Oh. With all the what was going on, yeah. uh, at the time, oh, so. the money, the money involved in this sport is just... four parts, one hour. Fletch, give it a go. It is it. must listen. Look, Paul's on the line from Brisbane. He wants to ask a real quick question. Hey, Paul. Hey, uh, it wouldn't be a day without a protest. I reckon. Here the, we go. Um, the tip that we got from our uh, sporting agency said. Adil Rashid would know the Adelaide Oval like the back of his hand. He's never played there before. The <laughs> only Rashid that has played plenty there is Rashid Khan. There you go. Oh, tickets, there. protest. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Paulie. Yeah. Well, it really doesn't matter. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91.